Go I get the keys ready to come in and you'll come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! What's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you blows the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll have you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. What's up? Also on Skype, the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic form, our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Moses Magnum. Urgh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Did we lose Moses? Nah, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> My microphone has a mute uh, button. When yeah. it's mute, the light is on. When it's not mute, the light is off. Oh, so, and you're thinking uh, when the light's on is when you should well, be Well, because I pressed it and the light stayed on, but I wasn't looking at it. I just pressed it. And, Got it. Got it. Wait, are you on the actual mic now? Not like your phone? It's yeah, a, no, I have uh, I have was this is the Samson something or other like USB mic. Word. This thing's amazing. I love it. Like, I just hate it that I can't plug it into a soundboard because uh, it's all USB. But this thing, it's, it's it even works on my phone if I wanted to. That's awesome. Uh, we also have next to me. Our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. Our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I get to sip a handle of Jameson. Sometimes. Welcome Good to Fantastic Four. Um, we got a great show for you today. <laughs> bragging about your Jameson. Yeah, well, hey, listen, don't, don't, don't be mad at me. I'm over here with the swill Seagrams. <laughs> it's all right. If I could share with you, I would. You know, next next time you should just like you got to come through. Well, we got to do that that fine lifestyle show we were talking about a couple weeks back. Yeah, 
I uh, I heard it back, and I'm like, man, that is a good idea. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about the latest news. We we obviously, you know, we didn't get to do our show live yesterday. Yesterday, last week. So we want to make sure that we catch up on the last couple weeks of news and uh, give you our take, and we want to hear yours. So uh, make sure that you listen, because we're going to tell you how it is. You can get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. And we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. It's LA's and the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at through an O, five three eight three one nine eight. There it is. Uh, also, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, all you got to do is hit us up. Uh, you can do it either on Skype, um, the free internet cell phone. Download it. Add Fantastic Forum to your contacts. Hit the green button. You'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Also, uh, we do have a call-in number. Our call-in number is. Three two three two five zero zero seven two zero. There you go. And then <laughs> I'll let you have it. <laughs> and then there's also our chat, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. We'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. Uh, this is where I would insert a witty chat comment, but apparently I don't know. I don't see anybody in I, I might not be in the right chat or something because I don't see anybody in there right now, or nobody saying anything. I know that that doesn't—that's not usual. Are any of you good people in chat? Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking to the Fantastic Forum, not. Uh, not I was, I was pretending I was in chat, and not saying anything. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that, Mo. It's like making radio magic here. I love it. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I must have went in the wrong the wrong spot but chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat um yeah and I don't know this is where we would have Tiger Claw probably saying hey guys hey Fantastic Forum uh did you guys see I, I guess what we'd be talking about all the Super Bowl trailers I guess that's who you want to talk about like uh, yeah about... like he would talk about he would say did, how about that solo trailer right or the Avengers trailer right, no, right. how about he's Isaki? on the uh... Injustice Two Ninja Turtles, right now. Oh yeah. Oh, for the Injustice Two, and for the reboot cartoon. Oh right. Yeah, he's excited about the first Black April O'Neil. Yeah, I I'm not feeling that. Like she looks really young, and I'm just like, well, she's no, not the I, first I for one. She can't be younger than the last April we had. I think she she's. Probably maybe the same age, but she, they look like they play her younger. You know what I mean? So she's like Suvi? She's like who? Is that that chick's name? I, I don't know who you're talking about, Joe. You just Transformers put... animated? Oh, you're hilarious. Like, we'll see how random that reference is. You just went to... Yeah, what, her name was what? Suri? S-U-R-I? Oh, okay. I you was... know it could oh, also but... be that Oz isn't broadcasting right. How dare you? <laughs> is that I mean I wonder somebody should jump into chat and double check because I don't I don't know uh, <laughs> look, I, I was, hello 
mean, you guys sound fine to me. Oh, you know what? I didn't update this. <laughs> that doesn't mean we're not broadcasting. Though. That just means there's no title. Hello? No, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just Transformers Animated is like, what? Like three generations of Transformers cartoon back? But it did have a little girl, a little... I think she was Indian, though. She is. Yeah, that was actually a good Transformers series, man. Transformers Animated was fantastic. When you say Indian, do you mean dot or feather? I mean, listen, at this point, if you're referring to Native Americans or First Nation as Indians, it's like... I mean, that's that's what they do. That's... They refer to themselves as Indians. No, that's why we call. That's why we're saying Native and First Nation. Yeah, when when I've never I've I've actually never heard a a person of Native American descent call themselves an Indian. I've never I've heard been it. Been on the reservation, and then talking about each other saying Indian. But that's just like it, black people calling each other the N word. Yeah, is that what that's like? Yeah, it's they, they, the they put each other down jokingly, and building themselves up jokingly, taking that that mon that that parlance moniker. I don't know what you say. Were we, they were claiming it, <laughs> kinda, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, now nah, we're talking about people from India, Oz. That's yeah, why so. I asked, daughter feather. Yeah, I mean, people from India, Oz. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, hey, look! It looks like there's other people in chat, but yeah. Oh, t- Tired Claw just came back to life. Oh, okay. Okay, good. He's not no, saying awesome. anything, but I can I can see him doing stuff. There he yeah. is. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Um. I knew it. Read his first. Oh, are you in chat? Am I the only one in chat now? No, I can see you. Yeah. And you did. Yeah, you did say the gameplay for Injustice DMT. That so, was a good call. So why don't you like Black April? I just like April for the same reason I I wasn't a huge fan of White Baxter Stockman once I found out that he was black. It's like I just want the characters to look like how they're supposed to look like in the book. Yeah, but haven't we gotten past that? I mean, wasn't there a, a Black April in the comics? No. No, Are April's sure? white in the comics. No, I'm absolutely. No, you're sure. thinking of February. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's wild. It's like it's February now. I'm sure it's a Black History reference. It's crude, but still kind of. I get it. No, I mean, I, I, what, at what point do you want me to be like? You know what? It doesn't matter if it's the way that it's like in the book. Like, because I, I haven't gotten there. Like, you guys know this, right? Like, have I felt that way about anything? It's like the only things that I can feel that way about, I think, are like things where you're like, like Batman, maybe, where you're like, there's so many iterations of Batman that it's like, I get it. You know, like maybe. I mean, there are a ton of iterations of turtles. There's not tons. There really are. And, and, and there's, there's more than a few, but most of them are terrible. Right? I mean, we can agree on that, right? Like most of them no, are, aren't most good. Of them... It's like, there's like maybe what, six? Half of them are terrible. That's not true. That there's six or that half of them are terrible? Both. But, but you know what? They're, they're always turtles. Look, here's the thing with this one. Now, I know this one, they're making them different species of turtles, which I think is a bad idea, too. Wait, what I like mean? that idea. 
Like, Me well, too. Why? Why, like like, why are we making them different species or... of turtle? Somebody's gonna have to link me to this because I, I remember seeing the picture of April, but I didn't remember anything about different turtles. So I always thought the original April was black because she had a Jerry curl. No, it was just the '80s. That's you know that was what how hairstyles were like. You remember what women, white women in the '80s hair looked like? What's up with this? Yeah, but it was dark. It's dark hair. Was that have to do anything? Oh, like it's. Unusually dark. It's it's just black hair. I, I mean, like she mom, looks like she'd be, you know, in the video for Dancing on the Ceiling. I'm pretty sure the most of the women in the Dancing on the Ceiling video are white. It's just Lionel Richie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she looks well, like Lionel like Richie. Brown dancer that's black. I'm pretty sure, like, if you if you fail no, the she paper looks, bag, she test, looks like. I mean, you could put a paper bag. Well, I guess oh, maybe she not. looks like Flash Dance. Yeah. What was that lady? That, she was because she wasn't white, was she? She's yep. mixed with something. No, no, it's a white woman. I've never seen Flash Dance. And Wait, so what's up with this bat? Does any have they released info on that? <laughs> <laughs> That's Baxter Stopman. No, no, I'm joking. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's just like yeah, the lightsaber uh, slingshot. Like you won't see it past episode oh. six. Oh, there's like an actual bat. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Oh wait, is. Oh yeah, you know what? I did see that. I don't know what's up with that. It look, and then didn't they mess around and give uh, Raphael like Tomfus instead of size? He's not supposed. Listen, listen. You don't get to say anything, okay? No, you I don't really care. Do. You don't care. You don't care about turtle lore. You're down for Black April O'Deals and random turtle species, <laughs> but all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, he's supposed to have size. What? You can't make these kind of well, arbitrary no, decisions. It's not that. Yeah. Tonfos were like, weren't they Michelangelo secondary? No. Look. Every. Okay, the Tomfas, all of them used them in the original comic. Yeah, but, but I, it, it was Michelangelo <clears throat> who used them the most. I mean, maybe. Realistically, like in the, it was that in that chain. Which, oh, the 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 uh, chain and the sickle. Yeah, which honestly that set a bad precedent. Why? Because then in the countries where. Nunchucks are outlawed. That became his default weapon. Oh. Okay, I have a question. Why? Why does she have a Green Lantern baseball bat? See, why weren't you listening? That's what Joe's asking about. I thought. Well, that's why. That's why I said it's gonna be like like that lightsaber slingshot. Like it's gonna be gone in like two episodes. Is this kid even old enough to be a reporter? No, she's gonna be a a blogger. Oh my god. She, wait, that's not confirmed. That's just Mo saying that. I mean, it makes sense. He's probably right. She'll probably or be a YouTuber or something, right? Oh my God! All the turtles have lightsabers. <laughs> oh, yeah. honestly, I don't understand why it is that when I say it's bad, people are like, eh. "Why does Michelangelo?" All of a sudden, they look at pictures like, "Wait a minute, this wait, is I, bad. I like." No, that I don't think it's bad. Donatello's a drone. I mean, I like Tafas or. I don't know. They they could have picked a better weapon for him. I like the idea of diversity in turtles. 
<laughs> but the design doesn't like fit. Like they all look the same species. Wait, Michelangelo's got a ball and chain thing. I actually do kind of like that. It's like a deadly yo-yo ball. But he's he's nunchuck guy. Yeah, normally. But he does use that chain. He, the he, thing uh, about turtles is that there's so many iterations. He strangled a that, what are those that, rhino people called? Um, the um, triceratops. Yeah, he like strangled one with one with the chain. That's the, almost like that. That's that's actually kind of the cool thing about the Ninja Turtle comic. In that, um, I mean, you know, they're they're more ninja like. And they use multiple weapons, even though they still have their signature weapons. How can you work from the shadows when you're shining brighter? I... Well, we don't know if they're working from the shadows in this iteration. In my favorite turtle iterations, they don't do that shadow shit. No, but that's that's like cooler because they're ninjas. I mean, it is, but it's also, but they also have to hide because you know they're they're. Giant turtles. Uh, giant, yeah, exactly. Honestly, nothing to me is gonna be this one scene I read where it's in from the comics and aliens are on Earth, and there's a scene with Raphael leaving the bar after having too too many drinks, and he gets jumped and beats the shit out of the guy, barely. And just because like, they think he's an alien? No, um. It wasn't like a racist, like he, the guy just wanted to attack him. That was the IDW book? Yeah. I I just realized they're all wearing pants. What? Wait, well, what? they're wearing shorts. Well, pants and shorts are different, Oz. Uh, well, either way, they're not. I mean, that part is inside yeah, the show. Yeah, they are. It's like the, they're wearing that under their shells, like little. Yeah. They're wearing biker like shorts. MMA, sh- MMA shorts. Oh like my god! I just, I just saw the people voicing them. Who is it? Um, it's some girl. One of the guy, the guy from Marin and Silicon Valley. I guess the big dude from the Blind Side, and then the the dude from Here the Worst. <laughs> the hip hop. None of these people have names to most. And then like a Jewish dude. I, he, it, I, I know who they are more so by his descriptions than I would by their names. Raphael but... is Omar Miller. Yeah. I don't oh, know. that's the dude from You're the Worst. I have no idea. He's from Ballers. The only thing I don't like is the the, the oh, new design okay. for Splinter. What? What? Oh yeah, yeah. No, Brandon Michael Smith is the guy from You're the Worst. That guy is awesome, and you're the worst. I'm sure he'll be good as here, but he's as Leonardo, which that's weird because it, if like he's part of this skate punk hip hop group, and you're the worst, and he's like his voice there is like a retarded Raphael, <laughs> like he's the retarded Raphael of the group. So it's like, man, him as Raphael would be cool, but then him as Leonardo. Like, that's going to show his range, which I believe he does have. I just haven't seen it yet. But yeah, Josh Brenner, 
Cat Graham from the Vampire Diaries. I've seen her work. It's good. Okay. I mean, she's a good actress. Like, she's good for this. I'm sure she'll be great. Except that, I mean, the April O'Neil does look really young. Yeah. But we'll see how Donatello is. Josh Brenner. Josh Brenner, like, he's like a dorky dude, but he never plays smart. So he's like dorky but dumb. So I don't know how that's going to come off. Uh, oh, no, no. Ben Schwartz as Leonardo, the Jewish guy. That'll work. <laughs> okay. And then Michelangelo will be boxer, box turtle, skateboarder, artist. Michelangelo will be the dude from You're the Worst. Uh, that should work. That's what he's... That's what he plays in You're the Worst. A box okay. turtle skateboarder artist. I just I just like the general kind of dynamic that the Ninja Turtles have that they eventually kind of uh grew into or achieved or developed into through the different iterations. And I like when they you know, if they tweak it, I understand. I'm not I'm not mad at the tweaks. I just feel like what they're trying to do with this one seems weird. Yeah. I think with Turtles, and you can see it in... Uh, what was I watching? You see it in a lot of different things. Where what was that movie? Inside Out, where each character was a different emotion or part of a personality. Right. And ultimately, like, every team dynamic is that. So you could do it with that. And it's just with Turtles, it's, I don't know. With this one, at least, it, it seems a little little weird. It, in Oz, in your opinion, what's the best iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The 80s cartoon. 80s cartoon, got it. Uh, well, that, what about it, you, It might just be because that's what I grew up the, with, too. The computer animated movie. Yeah. The, imag- the was it Imagine or Imagine? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the comics, I'm sure I would have liked them if I would have read them, but yeah. I didn't, so I can't be like, ah. Oh. But from what I understand, the animated movie was a little more like the comics. Oh, yeah. Kind of mixed with the movies. I really like the first movie, too. Because right. the first movie, like, the very first movie, it kind of took the turtles seriously, you know? Kind of like how the comics did. Yeah. In a sense, where it's like it's gritty, like you got kids fucking robbing people, and then, yeah, then yeah. you gotta beat up the fucking kids without yeah. like you gotta beat them up because they're bad. Yeah, it's, it's edgy and has like moments. Yeah, and it's like Casey Jones says, like, like he beats them up, then beats up the master and says, "Look, man, you're fucking kids. Like, that's what you're following. This piece of shit on the floor right here, you know? Like, <laughs> and that was tight. I love that. That was tight. And that that's kind of. Like it feels like the the computer animated movie, yeah, was a sequel. Like it could have been a sequel directly to that first movie, right? right. You know, and that's why I like that one. But I think the the first movie and the computer animated one were like the good call. Like I even like how uh, you know, like how Raphael has to go in disguise. He just wears a trench coat and a hat. You know, like yeah, because in New York that's how you blend in. Like just that, <laughs> you got that. You don't worry about you know, right. What about you, Joe? What do you think is the best iteration of Ninja Turtles? Um, I couldn't say. Like, there are a lot of iterations. You're, you're gonna have to, Joe. 
put you on the spot. Look, you're you've seen probably more Ninja Turtles than all of us here. Like you Which saw that movie like where where they all came together. You can change you can change your mind. You know, it's not like it's definitive. Like it's like, like for oh. your final thought, it could be the the true one. But say one now. <laughs> but just you know, yeah. What what's your thought? Your inkling of it right now? You know, it's not like you were surprised. Like I literally asked other two other people before you. Like you do. Well, I'm gonna ask you too. I did. <laughs> like you started asking them, and I immediately went back to the graphic novels. Like yeah. the, uh, Raphael trimming the tree with the butterfly knives, and Leo like against all those foot ninjas. Yeah. yeah, and like that was my first introduction to Cerberus. Well, Cer- uh, Cerebus. Yeah, the Aardvark, and like so many great memories. Mm-hmm. And then the animated movie is great because mm-hmm. I like. I like getting the turtles out in the open. I think it does like has a really good feel to it. Like it doesn't feel. Are you talking about the same CG? Yeah. Okay. Like that one. But they're kind of in secret in that too, right? Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, they're chasing giant monsters throughout New York. True. I like. I'll give so you that. It's like, like it's a good bridge into like the car. Some of the cartoons, you know. Yeah. Yeah. From like the fr- the the straight in the shadows. Than that, and then, you know, because yeah. ultimately, even in the comics, I think they did progress into something like that, right? Uh, in the original comics, they they have larger adventures, but but off world and in other places. Yeah. Not they, yeah. IDW is like that. Yeah, okay. IDW, they're like just doing their thing. But so, but Joe. Oh, by the way, I just real the, quick. I, oh, go ahead, Mo. I just saw like. Uh, I think it was Ke- Kevin Eastman drawing a white cover for um for one the one of the Ninja Turtles white cover and it, it was no like initial like sketch line like he just did it from his brain straight with a marker. Oh wow. It was fucking tight. I'm going to post it in our um what you call it? Facebook group. Okay. Cool. So if you're not following us, well you're not going to see it. <laughs> Go to the Facebook group. We'll add you. You know what? I will say those graphic novels. Okay. So so basically, I mean, the original Ninja Turtle comic book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mikey came out on top in that <laughs> tournament with the Triceratons. He did. He was like, he did like a G. You know, it, it, it's funny because, you know, while, it, like, Although I would. He also came out on top of the cartoon <laughs> in that one tournament. I don't, I don't which cartoon. Uh, there's a lot of Ninja before Turtle Flash cartoon. Forward, the one before Flash Got Forward. Got it. Got it. Okay. With Usagi and Leonardo taking each other out. Oh yeah, I remember that. And that was then good. Michelangelo ended up being on top. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, most people would probably think that I would have picked the comic, but I also would pick the the animated movie, like that CG, that TMNT movie. It's like it's great. It's 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 the best of every part of Ninja Turtles, I think. Like it's like, like it's like it feels like the comic, but it has a little a little bit of what you love from the '80s cartoon in it, and then it kind of updates it a little bit all too. So yeah, everybody seems so badass in that joint. Like it's just like it feels like what Turtles is supposed to be. And they're honestly even more badass if you read the comic prequel to the movie. Oh, I didn't. I don't. I oh yeah, that. each turtle had a comic preview, or. Yeah, like a comic, a comic prequel uh-huh. 
to where they were before the movie started. Oh, so you get like the backstory on why like Raphael's so angry and stuff. Yeah, and you get where Leonardo's been, ah. which is tight. He was like training out like in the South American jungle. Yeah, and then he comes across these like uh, human traffickers mm-hmm. who are like dealing with kids, and he like murders them all. Like it's oh, awesome. Wow. No man, that that, that sequence between Leonardo and Raphael in that movie is like one of the best like Ninja Turtle fight sequences that you're just gonna get period like I think across all medium like even though I guess who knows I mean I guess we have to see what injustice brings right you know <laughs> but I mean I think so <laughs> yeah they're just gonna copy somebody else's moves with that has like a, a ranged weapon or something <laughs> You're trying to say that Donatello is Cyrax or something? Is that what you're trying to say? Something like that, yeah. Like, <laughs> Word. Well, I hope they make Splinter Black Adam. <laughs> this fool's this going to be hopping around like Yoda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Eric Claw. And, you know, we wanted to talk about TMNT since uh, they revealed the yeah uh about the uh, injustice game uh the way that they let you play as the turtles is they they will let you pick any of them at, during the uh, selection screen uh when you pick the turtle there's going to be like a a little menu that allows you to pick one of the four and they all have different fighting styles they mm-hmm. don't fight they don't fight the same Cool. So you pick it, like uh, if, if do they fight the same as somebody else in the game? Well, if you pick uh, if you pick either one, you're gonna use their weapons and, and their abilities. No, but and but he's asking, the other turtles will pop up. Yeah, and the other the other turtles will pop up in the game as an assist. Like there's like a special move or something where the other turtle will, do, will show up and hit the opponent. But what he's asking is, like, if you got the John Stewart character, it's really just a reskin Hal Jordan with like different. Yeah, it's different com- it's quotes. something like that. But they actually they actually is it like gave wasn't the Hellboy like just cyborg skin or something? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, but they this they actually gave all four turtles their own abilities. They didn't just you know. Give one turtle and then all the weapons. They they actually did it. They actually so they're actual real. Give them all special legitimate new characters, not just the. And and, and not cool. only that, you can also give each turtle their own gear as well. All oh, right, because that's a thing for injustice too. I forgot. Yeah, you have armor. Yeah, no, but the mm-hmm. the way I hear it is that the turtles actually. Have pretty unique moves, but I don't know. I I would assume. I mean, some of it is gonna be what it is, just because, you know how Nether Realms does their thing. It's like, we know that you have those Mortal Kombat guys and their moves, and we know that when they did the DC game, some of those some of those moves kind of carried over that where they you know where they felt like they could fit for some of the DC heroes and villains. And so I'm sure that that's still the case with some of the Turtles moves, but... I mean, 
I'm from sure they're going to try to make it feel I'm unique. I'm sure I'm not going to get it till I actually play it, which is not going to happen. Oh, well, they're probably going to use uh, it's, it's coming out. It's coming out on like Tuesday. Yeah, but I'm not going to play it, so I won't find out until I play it. So we'll never know. I mean, you could look at a gameplay video. Yeah. Or you could just watch someone streaming it on Twitch. Oh, better yet, I could watch a gameplay video. <laughs> well, yeah, you could watch gameplay video like they they just showcased uh, the four turtles today on Nether Realms stream. There we go. So cool. So they Tyler, Clark, are, you ex- are you excited for this new this new show, this new turtle show? Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for it, but I'm still uh, I still have some uh, concerns about the relations with the turtles because the fact that they're different species now makes them no longer brothers biologically. So which in the past, they, so yeah, which in the past I, they all, yeah, in the past they always been together and they've been the same species. But what so so feel like the four brothers? What species was that? I think the the turtles. I don't know what species of turtles the, the, they were originally, but I think they look more like box turtles. Yeah, I don't. I don't know like that they are either. I'm sure it, de- it depends on what version of. Thing well, but I mean the the, the box matter, turtles though. are like they're 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 like medium size or. And I mean, if you water. look at a red ear slider, yeah, yeah the red ear slider are the tiniest ones. No, but that's a, but that, no, but uh, tire claw, they grow depending on their environment. So like, my friend has a box turtle that's two feet big, because it doesn't even go in the water; it just stays in the living room and just goes around. It goes uh, in the water once a big, week. How big? How big does a red ear slatter get? It, it really depending on the size of its environment. So, from what I've seen in Long Beach. Where the LA River meets the the ocean, there's a huge population of red ear sliders that are wild, and they get probably about two feet, two feet long from bottom to top of the shell. Cause, yeah, because I remember th- those are the type of turtles that you find at a pet shop, and you put them in yeah. this little uh, it's like a it's like it's like an aquarium with a little palm tree in the middle or something. Yeah, yeah, but that, that so that's the that's what. Us people that that own red ear slurtle, uh, red ear sliders, mm-hmm. um, we call that environment the death bowl. Like, you're not, we don't put <laughs> them in that. Turn, yeah, we don't put them in that. Most creatures begin life tiny. Yeah, I, and like I have <laughs> Winky, my my red ear slider, right now is the size of. He's probably about the palm of my hand. You still have Winky? Yeah, man. Those things live for like a hundred years. Yeah, like he's gonna live till I die. What you gonna take him out way before you go? I'll hold him, and when I get cremated, he'll be on my chest. Oh, that's terrible. The the shell is actually gonna be his urn. He's like Bo's going out like the pharaohs. And, yeah, and, and, nice and where do you have this turtle? Uh, where do you have this turtle at? In, in an aquarium? Right now, I have them in a ten-gallon tank. But I like I'm in the process of moving him into a forty-gallon tank. And I think the the point is, it doesn't matter 
what the original species is. The point is they were all the same species because they're brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, now they changed that. Now they're they've gone from being brothers to being I don't know I guess brothers. Yeah, what does that like even in that, mean, Oz? What did you like do? in the four, like in the movie Four Brothers? Yeah, they're they're homeboys now. Like that's that's my homie. That's my brother. Maybe no. Yeah, they're probably no, associating four brothers. Themselves as they were brothers. Yeah, like they just maybe they were, they were associating races, themselves they as they were legally brothers. They're associate. Like, they were all adopted by the same person. Like legally, maybe, they were brothers. Maybe their dad was a hoe. Maybe they're. Maybe they're associating themselves as brothers in this version, but not because they're they're not because they're mutants. You I know, mean, there's no brothers because that they're mutants. they were blood related in the first place. Like even in the original, there's no proof they were blood right. related. They're definitely blood related. Like they were just four turtles. No, no. Like the only thing that makes <laughs> me think that they were kind of at least the same species. Is because they look like the turtles you buy on the street, like just the red-eared sliders in the death bowl. And I, and I, I also wonder how the hell do you get four different species of turtles in the same place, covered in ooze, to mutate? I mean, how uh, how does the you same reason, actually like, get the there? Look, look Tyre Claw, you act like you don't live in Florida. Florida right now is overrun I mean, by iguanas and. Burmese pythons and reticulated pythons, like I thought all... I was gonna say, Florida's covered I, I, in is it, is it is oh, it overrun? I don't that that turtles turtles doesn't understand you can put four animals around. together. Sounds well, crazy. and then not only that, but the in Florida the the alligators. It's like um, how are you gonna get four different dogs together at the same time? I mean, <laughs> like I don't understand. I, I, yeah, what the uh, fuck is I don't this? know how you could put. I don't know how you could put different turtles. Uh, uh, together, especially with a snapping turtle, which I heard they don't yeah, get along. They're aggressive. Well, they, they yeah. don't become, no, I they don't become mutants in the wild. I'm sure they're in a test lab or something. The, the point is, Tyreclaw, like in Florida, you have a bunch, well, you had a bunch of these fucking assholes that import these exotic pets and then they get too big and I don't know if any of you out there or listening or Anyone on the forum has ever tried to feed a 15-foot python? <laughs> no, I haven't gotten about 12. I love 12. the way Mo said that. Like, most of us have. It's fucking scary. <laughs> 12 is my limit. We had you know, this, we had this it, reticulated python that we rescued. It was 6 foot when we got it. It was docile. Once it hit 8 feet, it became aggressive as fuck. And then to try to feed it, we literally had to throw... Put it in the bathroom, close the door, and then slightly open it and throw the prey in there, and then just wait for the cry. Once the cry happened, it was all balled up, and then we put it in a box, and then we put that box back in a cage, because it is, I mean, it was dangerous to feed something that big, and that's what happened in Florida. They got these Burmese pythons that grow so big, and then they just released them in the wild, and it turns out it's the right climate for them to breed. You know, I did see this yeah, movie you know, in regard, called Boa versus Python that was pretty good. Well, the title is regarding stupid. the iguanas. Regarding the iguanas in Florida, there was a story that happened a couple of weeks ago when Florida was getting really cold, 
yeah, that somebody started yeah somebody was rescuing a bunch of iguanas all, all over the you know all over the city out there well they go into like comas crazy. the iguanas when it gets cold they go into comas so they go up to the tree to sleep and then it gets cold and they lose their grip and fall and then they're just they look dead but they're not dead yeah, because they're cold blooded. Yeah, yeah. They should be more bird like. Yeah. Why should they be more bird like? Birds don't fall out of trees because the way their bones work. Well, they they don't fall out of trees because they fly. You sure if you knock one out, it'll fall. Out. <laughs> and they not don't only fly that, when they're sleeping. Well, but when they're babies, they fall. No, that's because their bones aren't developed. You're talking about adult. <laughs> Birds. Um, yeah. Birds are cold-blooded, right? No, they're warm-blooded. No. Right. So that's why they don't fall out of the trees. Because no, that's their bones. They're not going into cold comas. Right. That's their bones. If, if, if a bird went to a coma, it'd probably fall out of a tree, too. <laughs> I mean, right. if it wasn't in a nest, birds obviously. Would, yeah. Their bones uh, birds would not feet. even be near a winter. Birds would not even be near winter. They'll just fly south. Depends on the They'll bird. fly where it's, yeah, because they have that luxury. We have plenty of pheasants in North Dakota mm-hmm. in the winter. Yeah. What I'm hearing is we need to organize iguana migrations. Well, no, it, you know, well, people need to stop buying exotic animals if they can't commit to, you know, a snake lives 40 years in captivity. Jeez. Like, in 40 years, it grows, you know, a Burmese python will grow... Right here, a ball python will grow three feet in the first year of its life, and then it'll grow. It'll keep growing till it dies, but it'll grow about an inch a year until it dies, and then little by little, it'll be less than an inch. You know, after like the first inch, it'll be a little less, like uh, some fraction of an inch or whatever. But the Burmese python will just keep growing until you feed it. And the bigger it is, the hungrier it gets when you have to feed it. So you have to feed it, like, rats. And then eventually you have to feed it rabbits to keep it satiated. And then once rabbits, then it's two rabbits. Then it's three rabbits. And then it's, like, you know. And they'll grow 30 feet in 20 years. At some point, you're picking up drifters. Yeah. It's not just exotic animals. I know a guy that just found out his chihuahua is going to live to be 20. I mean, but a chihuahua is fine. Like, you could take it with you anywhere. Like, it's a dog. Yeah, but he hates that damn thing. (laughs) And then feeding it isn't... (laughs) The thing is, all right, so there's all these cases, too, like people that love Burmese pythons. Like, I love Burmese pythons. I wouldn't keep one for the same reason. Like, you know, this dude ended up drinking, and he's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm home early from the bar. He didn't pick up any girls. He opened the cage, and, you know... In some ways, I've been a victim of this, too, where I come home after a night of partying, and I had a python at one point, not a Burmese python, a ball python, so it wasn't that big, but I, I, you know, I decide I want to put it around my neck, and it's fine, but this dude had, like, a 15, 16-foot python, decides he wants to feed it at 3 in the morning when he's come home drunk, the door slammed on his head, and he just fell, and then he was sleepy, so he fell asleep. With the mouse scent on him. Jeez. So his snake just smothered him. Trying to get oh. that mouse. You think he was that asking girls sucks. if he wanted to come back and look at his python? 
Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, I think if he would have gotten laid, he wouldn't have decided to, like, play with his Python. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, like, that's just how it goes. Like, you know. The Python would just end up playing with him. It just, and it not in a good way. It killed him for no reason, just because he smelled like a rat. Because it's re- reptiles. They don't see, like, they go on scent, you know? Like, one, uh, I, at one point I had four uh, ball pythons. One of them bit me because I smelled like a rat. But my main one that was, like, my python, I could play with her while, while she's trying to kill a rat, and she would know the difference between my scent and the rat scent, even though I had just touched the rat. But that just came through socialization, you know? That's hours and hours of socialization and hard work. And most people don't do that. That's why you have... Burmese pythons overrunning the Everglades. That sounds terrible. Yeah. The fact of life. Indeed. It's not a fact of life. It's a fact of fucking people being assholes. Yeah. Yeah, that's life. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you guys are all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what's next? What else what else should we talk about? What um, um well, did you uh go ahead uh, go ahead uh, 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 did you guys see the uh did you guys see the trailer for uh the solo a star wars story <laughs> no <laughs> i didn't thought of it i didn't see any trailers i heard it played during some football game but i don't really watch football. yeah but then the trailer the uh, the actual trailer debuted on monday yeah no i didn't watch it larry I, did you see it i i did watch it did you love it it looked good Really? Which I was shocked by. Yeah, I think Disney the casting is all wrong for He's just a fan of the so. actor. Who? You? What actor? The solo actor? Who? I don't know. I don't even know who he is. Do you not? No. Hmm. <laughs> like, I literally... I'm sure... I know he must have been in something else, but I can't tell you what it is. Like, I, I've never seen that guy before. And don't get me wrong... I could definitely understand like where Mo's coming from because I think we've had this conversation before where it's like, you know, they could have picked somebody else and it wouldn't have been like he, he doesn't necessarily have the Han Solo look. But I mean, I think the biggest thing was that, you know, there was so many rumors swirling around that this movie was in so much trouble. And like, you know, people talk about the studios already writing it off and it um it, it, you know, like basically everybody was saying, like, the reason we hadn't seen any footage or anything from this joint yet is because everything about it is terrible. And then they put out the trailer on, at the Super Bowl, or at least the teaser trailer at the Super Bowl, and it seemed pretty hot. <laughs> like, I was just like, wow, like, that looks like it might be a good movie. I think now, it's Larry Love and Disney. See, what do you think of the fact that we're going to get a Millennium Falcon that's crystal clear? I mean, clean, like, out of the factory. You could see through it? I miss that. Yeah, that's something you're excited about? I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll be seeing a pristine, cleaned-up version of the Millennium Falcon. Like, yeah. like it just got released from the factory. And I, I'm pretty sure as, as the years go by, it got dirty on the inside and all that stuff. <laughs> Yes. Just like Han Solo. 
<laughs> when it starts out as Han. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't think it starts out as Han. I think it's uh, the, it's Lando's. This? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it land is Lando's well, ship, and then what's wrong with Han Lando's? No, that's who it's supposed to belong to. So then, what's the problem? Yeah, this sounds like a really bad movie. Joe, what the hell are you talking about right now? Like, what I part? Heard, I, I heard it's that this movie is more like a heist. It's, it's probably going to start as Lando's. What part of that makes it a bad movie? A crystal clean Millennium Falcon? That phrase just sounds right to you. You're like, that's Tiger well, Claw talking. At some point, it had oh, to be new. He's talking the about the movie. It, it, it's a brand terrible. new Millennium Falcon. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what. That's what you see in the trailer. There's a shot of the corridor, the inside of it, and it's all white and clean and everything. Why terrible? Why makes would you want the Millennium Falcon be newer in the past? Why? Why would that not be the way it should be? Is the Millennium Falcon in the past? It shouldn't it be newer than in the future? I mean, I don't. Do, I, shouldn't I it be cleaner? How time if works. Lando has do it? most you? of the time. <laughs> Are you sure? Most I don't of the know. time, I get it. This sounds like you're not understanding like how time works. Sometimes time does elude me. Like this... paradoxes are kind of a mystery. <laughs> this sounds like you're. Because it's like, I don't understand why a newer Millennium Falcon makes it a bad movie if it's in the past. Yeah, I want to see how the Millennium Falcon got dirty. Tiger Claw, if you don't be quiet with that, like, I, what are you talking about? Like, you want to see how the Millennium Falcon got dirty? I mean, I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see, hopefully, the Kessel Run. I mean, you I know how the Millennium Falcon is supposed to get dirty, right? Does everyone know that? No. Nobody knows how the Millennium Falcon gets dirty. Not even Disney knows that. Well, if you read the books, you know Lando made his money in mining. You mean non-canon stuff? Right. That's how it's supposed to be. No, no, no. You mean that's how How it used to be. How how it was in the past that doesn't matter anymore? Is that what you're talking about? No, man. Listen, like, you, I don't want to see. Listen, you better get ready for these. A like, clean oh. Millennium Falcon getting dirty by anything other than mining dust. I, I guarantee you, the Millennium Falcon will be getting dirty by some of the cutest CGI creatures you've ever seen yet. <laughs> like, what the, I don't know what they're going to be called. I'm so tired of CGI creatures. It's going to be something between an Ewok and whatever those things that were yelling at Chewbacca in friggin' Orcs. There you go. See, like you already know. So, well, you are you ready for porks? The, yeah, you ready pork. for the pork Ewok? They were a big deal on Twitter. You ready for the pork? Did you pork Ewok? Did you read the combo? story of why why they put porks in? Dude, it? if they combo in the movie, that would be awesome. That's what it is. That's what it is. Like I want to see them comboing. Well, see, like well, you do a little too kinky. I know. It's not gonna get that dirty, Joe. But it's okay. That's a different kind of dirty. That's your old special that's your old special kind of dirty, Joe. Did you guys read the story of why the Internet get working in on the, that in the movie? Wanna see. The story of what has? Why why they put the porgs in the movie? No, uh, I didn't. I think I think we talked about it, but but what? I wasn't here. What was it? The the island that they were filming on had a bunch of puffins and it was just cheaper to turn them into porgs than to than to remove them digitally. Oh, no. I did not know that. There were actual animals on that island? Yeah, puffins. And if you look at a puffin, like the bottom half looks like the bottom half of a porg. Really? Did you not know that? Were you unaware of what puffins look like? 
Yeah. Okay. I like Puffy. They were also protected so they couldn't do nothing about it. Really? Well, well I mean, now, they're not going to go in and them. kill a bunch of Puffins just to film Star Wars. Well, you're not going to have to kill them. You can round them up while you film, right? No. No. Not if they're protected. You can't. They're not going to do that. Well, of course, if they're protected, if they're protected I'm not. Them. Even if they're not, you'd have the. What are those assholes called? Peter? All over you for doing why, that shit. Wait, why are they assholes? Because they like animals. Peter. They're assholes because they let the rage virus out. Listen, the rage virus isn't a real thing, Joe. I don't care. <laughs> you're, telling, you're telling me. <laughs> you, okay, you maybe in Mo's case, Peter. the rage virus is a real thing, but only Mo. Mo's the only one that has the rage virus. <laughs> you guys heard that PETA wants the turtles to eat vegan pizza? I did hear that. I didn't. I don't know why. Like I didn't read well, the story. I mean, I, I saw turtles eat meat. Well, the the thing is, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles eat pizza for marketing reasons anyway. Because oh. they would they would buy when the tur- when the cartoons came out, they made sure to make them eat pizza because they were advertising like Pizza Hut and Domino's and shit on the networks. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, yeah. Did they I, eat pizza in the comic? Didn't they? Not I, particularly. No, they did, did drink beer. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't put, okay. They didn't the put first beer. time they had a chance to drink beer, they they fell asleep. I know they're not obsessed with pizza. I know that. Like you know, not yeah. like how they were in the, the cartoon. The cartoon, I think, was the only place they ate pizza at the beginning, and it's for that reason to to sell. It's like okay, we can do. If they eat pizza, because it, you know, it's a certain block of time that that cartoon is at where the pizza yeah. ads wouldn't come out. The pizza ads come out during, you know, noon afternoon time. Right. right. And there's not a pizza like in the first lazy, they, they, The only lazy mom. The only time and, the tur- and, and kids asking for pizza, but they figured the only time. Could, shut up. They figured they could charge <laughs> the ad people. For pizza time on the show in the morning and make more money on pizza ads. Oh. Interesting. The only time the turtles didn't eat pizza was in the 2003 cartoon. Oh, That's I mean, not true. They never That's ate pizza lie. on that one. No, they, there, no, no, they, there, there were. Pizza. I mean, no, they never You're actually. Being tiger I don't think they. No, no, they never. They never, they never obsess about pizza on the 2003 cartoon. Yeah, but what about the comics? Uh, you s- yeah. yeah, they don't obsess on the comics. They don't obsess on Flash Forward. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, like, like they, even in the first movie, like Christ, why am I they like pizza, but... Flash Forward, that's like the second time. No, you're definitely showing how much of a fan you are of that series. I'm not. No, <laughs> that's, too, no that's too late, Joe. They already think that it. Series. I, I, I like that, that series. But yeah, but... um, I mean... I would think I, I would say that there are enough of fans of pizza in the first Ninja Turtle movie. Like they literally have like at least two scenes dedicated to pizza, which is a lot considering that you're talking about like an hour and a half movie. Like they ate moldy pizza. I mean, like actually, there's more than two scenes because when I think about it, like you have that they whole they sequence. They have pizza in the Shredder's camp. They yeah. have pizza. Like That's the turtles it. have pizza in Shredder's camp. No, no, everybody the else. Kids has and, pizza. The kids in the Shredder's uh-huh. army, they were eating pizza also. Right. I mean, I'm sure. It was, was so a- easy for them to, like, get the, that ad money 
for yeah. pizza because everybody loves pizza. Right. Where right. do they get the money to buy that pizza? From your mom. No, that's because not that, that, that's always been a, that's always been a that, that that's always been a topic of debate from the fandom. Like, where do the turtles get the money to pay for the pizza that they always from, from their dad, Splinter? They find it in the sewers. Yeah, like, but he's a rat. How how does he? Where does he get the money? Every, Tons of money falls into the sewer every day. Everybody yeah. knows the turtles are robbing the criminals that they beat up. It's just that simple. <laughs> It's like they are freaking knocking these fools out and go to their pockets. I don't know why. Like, why are we wondering about this? Like, that's what's happening. And yeah, is it stealing? Yes. But we don't like those guys. They're terrible people. They're either like evil ninjas or like crooks trying to take advantage of people. And, you know, it's a perfect opportunity when you beat up a criminal and you save whoever the, the people in distress and they're like, oh, my God, thank you. And then they realize you're a giant ninja turtle. And, and they, they run, run away screaming. Freak out. And that person is knocked out. And you just go through their pockets and go into the sewer. And you're done. And they wake up like, what the hell happened? Like, or, or the criminal was probably eating a slice of pizza at the time. Who knows? I don't know. The turtles don't eat bitten pizza already. That's crazy. I know they meet. I don't see them eating pizza. What are you talking about? No, I mean real turtles. Oh, <laughs> yes, it would be bad. It would be real bad turtles, for them. Generally speaking, don't eat pizza. Yes, yeah. this is true. I mean, if you feed it to them, they eat it. And I'm no. not sure that that's even true, Joe. Like, it's I not. mean, you never owned a turtle, Joe. He owned one that April? ran away and came back. Did you own a turtle? You don't remember April, Joe? No. You don't remember that I lost April and then April came back out. April? Remember that? No. <laughs> I I I literally had a turtle. While I lived next door to Joe, named April, but I wanted to name the turtle Leonardo, but I found out it was a girl, so I named it April. How did you the only girl on the show? You could you could have named that you could have named that turtle Venus. She didn't exist at that time. What Tiger Claw? Oh. Why are you talking about characters that aren't real Ninja Turtle characters? But there <laughs> there are YouTube videos of of turtles eating pizza. There's no no. There's YouTube people. There's YouTube videos of people trying to feed pizza to turtles. That's a different thing. And look, no, they'll bite it, bites. but it's not good for them. Well, of course it's not good for them. Why? Like, listen, pizza's not really good for anyone. Honestly, it's true. super greasy. Yeah, only only Italians. Real pizza. Everyone knows that about right. pizza. Like. How they pizza is a side dish in Italy. Right. So if it's you, just if, like off to the side as part of your wholesome meal. Right. If you live in Italy, pizza's great for you. But if you live in America, no. American pizza will kill you. <laughs> Unless it's pizza times two in Long Beach. Oh, we should do that. <laughs> Dude, that place is amazing. I I don't eat I don't eat chain pizza after that. We should go do that. Sponsor. For our for our fine uh for our fine lifestyle show. We'll have that. Pizza time. <laughs> um but yeah. Yeah, so that's where the neutrals get their money from. It's okay. Nobody's mad at them for robbing people that are robbing other people. Shouldn't they return that money to the victims? No. They don't know who the victims are? The victims go off running. It's like, it's not like, it, it'd be different if they kept the money from the person that they just saved. But they stopped that robbery from happening. Then this criminal has a whole bunch of other random money in his pocket that are from previous criminals. You steal that money. 
and it's it's not like you you like I'm just trying to survive. Like it's like you go to it turns out being a teenage mutant ninja turtle is not that lucrative. Like how am I supposed to keep tires on the turtle van if I don't have a stream of income? That's it. I don't like <laughs> how they put Raphael or they're trying to put Raphael as the leader. This is this is that Wolverine move. Wait, what? In this new one, Raphael's the leader. Why? Yeah. Because it's the Wolverine movie. Yeah. But he's well, that's be- because it's Raphael the is the most popular are turtle. Why are, you, why are you not listening to me? I'm looking right at you talking. No, but remember when they did the cartoon Wolverine and the X-Men? Joe, are you making my point back to me? I'm saying when they did that, they totally unwolverined him. Like they made him. Yeah, that, that's, that's the Wolverine happen. move. Look, the dude they're making. Playing, they're making the, Raphael not angry. The dude that's playing him is the blind side dude. No, but how can you that have Tomfa and not be angry? Ever. How can you have Tomfa, Tomfa and not be angry? Sonic Blade had Tomfa. She's not angry. She's angry all the time. Didn't you ever watch Mortal Kombat: Defenders of the Realm? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Oh, Joe you're you're stuff. showing how much of a fan you are of all this terrible stuff. <laughs> no, that that cartoon is terrible in the most beautiful way. Like it is He's so right. a product of its time that yeah. it's it's glorious. Everybody's like Wildcats. Oh, jeez, Wildcats. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing not Wildcats. as glorious. <laughs> not, but it's kind of the same vein. Like. But it is the same vein. All sounds really like, bad. The Wildcast cartoon. <laughs> oh man, the animation errors alone will fuck you up. Oh, but yeah, it was like completely watered down, but still edgy. <laughs> it was. It's well, it's, some, it's a sight to behold. Like it's definitely worth watching it again if you don't remember it. And then go find Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm because that is glorious. I'm not. I'm not watching either. Oh, by the, way, by the way, by the way. Oh Lord. Uh, you recently challenged me Uh-oh. to go back and watch a cartoon without my nostalgia goggles on. Oh, and I did. It was Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Right. And. How right was I? This might be one of the greatest action cartoons of all time. <laughs> you look crazy. It not only does it hold up, it but in today's up. market, <laughs> it doesn't hold up. Joe. It's better than all the adventure cartoons, all the action cartoons we have on air today. Really, Joe? You guys? Well, uh, I mean, we only have one action about- cartoon on today, which is what Ben Ten. <laughs> Wait, why is Ben is it still on? Why does it? Why does it Spider-Man? Oh, is that on? Yeah. I don't watch that show. I don't well, know. Joe, I, mean, I don't know about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm willing to bet that Jason the World Warriors is better than Spider-Man. I have to watch a couple of episodes of Spider-Man, but I did recently go back and watch this show, and it is great. It makes everything make sense. <laughs> it does. You just have to. There are certain things you have to accept, but it's no different than reading a fucking X Men comic. It's like, yes, oh. for some reason he's a magician. Hey, he does magic. One guy flies shit. Who? One girl's made a plant. It's like, 
Wait. That is an X-Men team. Like, if but, you compare them to the New Warriors, like the original New Warriors, you not New Warriors, I'm sorry, New Mutants. But you understand like, that there's a reason why all those people could do those things in the X-Men, right? They're mutants. Yeah, he's a magician. He's a wizard. Why? Why not? Okay. Why is she made out of plant? She was made by a magician. No, but like the fact that she's a plant girl should be a big part of that whole like story because everything is like kind of plant based that are like the bad guys. And you would think that it all connects eventually, right? But it doesn't. But it does. When? All the time. Like, you see it? <laughs> all the time. She uses her plant sense to know when the bad guys are coming. She uses it to rejuvenate plants on different worlds. Like, you're just not remembering it. Okay. Like, I challenge you mm. to watch the show without your cynical glasses, Got your it. cynical goggles. Everybody knows that's what I do. I watch things with my cynical goggles. Especially Disney stuff. That's what I do. I'm like, you know what? Like Iron Man, not all it's cracked up to be. I'm, and I'll be honest. I was a little surprised at how well the show holds up. Like it is, man. It's great. It's unfortunate that we're never gonna get that movie we were promised. <laughs> you want what, animated or live action? Uh, well. Let's just make it both. I can't remember the guy's name. It's like one of our comic book guys. That was the writer, main writer. But he actually did script the uh, movie that was going to wrap up the series because the series ended before. Like abruptly, yeah. Yeah, the series ended before the story completed. And so he wrote a script for a, a movie that was going to wrap everything up, destroy the monster minds, find... Jason's father. Oh, wasn't it the, it's somebody we interviewed, right? Um, yeah, we found him on before. Was it the dude that did um? What was it uh, shit? Hack slash. Um, I would have to look it up. But yeah, it's a shame we never got that wrap up movie. That'd be wild. Okay. What else is happening in the world? Uh, yeah. Well, we had a, a review. Okay. End of the fucking world. Joe, you read it. You read it, right? Yeah, I read it. And Oz, you read it too? Uh, most of it. Loosely. Did you read the end? No, I got like a couple of chapters after they killed the dude. Oh, well, real quick, it was Straczynski. Straczynski was supposed to do a Wheel Warriors? He was the one that developed it, and he wrote the script for the movie. Sheesh, that's crazy. He did a lot of 80s cartoons. Okay. Yeah, he's amazing. Like, he's right up there with. Um brain thinging on but he's right up there with that other guy that I love Bruce Tim. Well, word 
end of the world? Fucking world. Oh, end of, end of the fucking world is called? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Joe, so, did you watch the TV show? No, I don't have Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Plus the trailer, it looked good, but it looked different. And I'll be honest, I think the art style is what gives it a lot of its charm. And so I didn't go out of my way to check it out. Well, it, it's... Okay, I... So what I was telling these guys before we went on air was we'll do the comic today and then we'll do the TV show next week. Okay, how how long is it? How many episodes? It's like eight episodes and they're all like 25 minutes. Okay. You can make a day hmm. come over or something. All right, cool. You're gonna so, bench. You're gonna be able to bench watch eight episodes without any problem. I mean, Larry won't unless bench. we can let them. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I just said I would invite Joe over and we can watch it. I need you to have more faith, me. though. More faith. I, Larry, when I'm like, I have faithless tattooed on my chest. Like thug life, but faithless. But faithless. <laughs> thug life, but faithless. Okay, so tell, yeah. what's the thing with the comic? Uh, well, it's it was like a strip or a web comic or non real comic until it decided to be a real comic, and it got printed by Fanographics, one of uh, Joe's favorites. Indeed. And it got turned into yeah, a Netflix definitely. series. And what is it about? It's about a adolescent boy, uh, post-pubescent, and uh, he he feels that he is a psychopath. So he does these things to like make sure he can't feel, you know, like the textbook psychopath thing. So. He puts his hand in a in a boiler, a oil fryer thing, and he doesn't react. And then he meets this girl, so he pretends to fall in love with her so that he can kill her. Are we talking about the comic? Yeah, I didn't yeah. get that from the comic at all. And- that's the TV show. Oh, okay. And part that's part of the point I wanted to do both is because. The TV show like expanded way more, like it compressed the comic in certain things, and expanded it in others. Because in the comic, yeah, he, and he, I he remember telling he didn't fall, he didn't get with her to kill her. He got with her to feel something, but then thought about killing her at one point. Yeah, in the TV show, he just straight wanted to kill her. What's yeah, the tone? And I remember of this telling you, like a comedy or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, Larry, you could hang up on him now if you want. <laughs> but yeah, remember, they're both a comedy. I know. I remember when you told me about the Netflix series of. Uh, initially, I kind of looked at it, and I watched it after I read the comic. Like I kind of just read the whole thing through and through. And when I saw the trailer, I was kind of under the mindset where, like, I don't want this expanded on. Like, it just looks 
uh, too good. Like, it just affected me in a really good way that I didn't really want it expanded on. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really liked the comic, the way it was presented. And, like, the information we get, because well, we yeah. don't even get all the information yeah, in the talk, comic. Talk about, talk about that, like, the how it's presented to you because it is very like there's no backgrounds like in the art style it's like a strip like literally it's like one step above stick figure right yeah it's like kind of like something you would see in in a la weekly in a in a la weekly yeah they have comics yeah like they still do life as hell on there. Oh wow. Nice. You, you know what life is hell, right? Larry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you tell the audience what it is because you know, they might not know. Life as hell is uh what Matt Groening, uh the creator of The Simpsons started out doing with weird anthropomorphic rabbit people. Yeah. Funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Because. <laughs> funny that you mentioned that because after all these years. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. Sagi Ojimbo. Uh, hey, no, hey no, after we're going to these... get to that on the news, man. This ain't news. This Wait. ain't the news segment. I love how he was like, oh, it's funny you mentioned that because rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I but... thought he was going to say something about backcracking. I didn't know. But where were we? Uh, you were going. Were we talking about the TV show or the comic? Oh, like I can't talk about. I literally read the comic while I was watching the TV show, so I can't. That's why I wanted. Uh, I gave two week when I sent out the text about reviewing this. I sent the the link to the comic and talked about the series because I wanted to talk about them at the same time, for the same reason because the comic kind of changes things but it adds things but it takes away things too the i mean i'm sorry the tv show takes away things from the comic so um i I wanted to talk about them at the same time you know what i mean okay like should we hold off till next week i mean we kind of started already we did and then i watched enough of the tv show i mean i watched the tv show and enjoyed it where i can do that point of view. Okay. Literally, like, once I saw it was a from a graphic novel, I looked it up, and then I started, like, I'm like, okay, I gotta read this. But then I started going through it, and it's like, it's not, it's not like a regular graphic novel where you're like, you gotta just focus on that. It, it's like a strip that they collected into a book form. Right, like Mega Tokyo. Right, or um, Nickel Ramen. Right. Nickel Ramen is so amazing. It's timeless. It is timeless. But, um, but yeah, it, it, the, the show did its thing in, like, being, you know, I, I, I guess I would compare it into something of, like, Shaun of the Dead type, where it's, like, a, a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, or what was that movie with 
There was a movie with um, Steve Martin where he was a dentist. That was a dark comedy. I would compare it to that. Little House of Hor- No, Little Shop of Horrors. No, that's no. that's not that's not, that's not Steve Martin. That's, that's Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. No, but Steve Martin's in it. Yeah, he's in it, but that's not his movie where it's a, he's a dentist. Oh, you know what? Actually, Joe might be right. Steve Martin is a dentist in that movie, isn't he? Like a, a yeah. Is, he's a crazy dentist in that movie. Is uh, that what you're thinking of? No, I'm thinking of another movie where he's a crazy dentist. He might actually have more than one movie where he's a crazy dentist. Steve, Steve Martin was in a lot of movies. Yeah, he was. He was great. Yeah. Prolific. Great yeah. dark comedies. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Are there two movies with Steve Martin? Yeah. He's, he's, he's a crazy that's, man. That. That's how you know you make a lot of movies. Like, I feel very <laughs> random. Like He's like, I don't want to get typecast. <laughs> I better do something else. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Anyway, like I feel really bad for like not. Oh, it's called a- Nova King. That's crazy. Okay, I need to read this and watch the show. <laughs> well, uh, Joe, I mean, Oz it's... read it. Well, Joe, you finished it. Yeah. Oz didn't finish it. I couldn't. Why not? It uh it's kind of depressing and at first it was interesting, okay, he's a psychopath, but then it just kind of like became daily life stuff when they when they part ways for a little bit. I don't know if they got back together. I know she finds him on the bus stop. Yeah. I just and I, I read up to there in one sitting too, because it goes by so quick. But I just so I don't know how how close to the end I got. But at that point, I was just like, you know what? I, you got I about halfway. Uh, according to the t- the TV show, you got about halfway. Yeah, and I just I was kind of like, well, okay, I get the point. I I'm good. It was interesting though. I mean, if I had read like each chapter on a different day, I probably could have kept going. Just, you know, all at once, it kind of, it starts getting heavy at some points, and then other points, it's like nothing's really happening. I love when they're hitchhiking. I think that was, like, one of my favorite scenes. So, t- tell me about that scene in the comics, Joe. Okay, so in the comics, they're basically, they just ran away, and their car was crashed, and... I think they drove it into a lake. I don't remember exactly. But they start hitchhiking, and the guy picks him up, and uh, he has, uh, what's his name, Josh? Uh, sit in the front, and the girl sits in the back, and he basically starts trying to feel the guy up, and the girlfriend, like, gets all pissed off and, like, Starts trying to choke the guy out and has him take pull like uh, pull over, and then they get out of the car, and the girl starts like yelling at the dude, and he was like, "I thought it might make me feel something." Like that scene was a lot more complex in the series. Okay, because they they went out like you know she she basically in the series she tells him. 
I'm not getting in the car with that dude. And he's like, why not? Because you're a fucking weirdo hailing down that weirdo. So, like, anybody that would pick you up in that state is a fucking weirdo. And then they talk, and then they go eat, and then then he starts fondling him in the bathroom. And she walks in, and then she blackmails him and takes his money. Oh, that's kind of lame. Uh, it is, but when you watch it, it actually, like, it, it delays that gratification of her being right for a little while, and then it actually makes the dude um, feel more, like, I don't know, like, he he does the inner monologue thing while he's getting touched. Yeah. You get, get kind of in his headspace. Yeah, see, I like the the comic I version. I like the comic version because you go, you start going through those panels, and I think he's gonna do something, and then the yeah. the girlfriend doing something was like such a shock that yeah. that was kind of a cool scene. And in watching the TV show, I'm like, man, this dude has been surrounded by a bunch of people. He needs to kill. He's not killing anybody. You know, <laughs> like being a psychopath, like. There has been a lot of opportunity that he could kill that isn't that girl, and then he doesn't do it. And then, you know, until we get to that point, and then that plays out the way it does on the TV show. So it's, like, kind of okay for somebody watching the TV show. And they do get to a point where he does kill someone, right? Yeah, and that works out. And the TV show, it, it is a very, like, harrowing moment you know where it's like okay he's kind of a hero but is he kind of thing let's see i like the in the comic it's kind of like he kills a dude and the girlfriend's like what the fuck why'd you do that and he's like he was a bad guy because he's like oh okay oh they didn't show why he was a bad guy or anything in the comics they did I saw him, um, and he showed the girl too, because they put the the pictures around the body. Yeah, he showed he put the he showed her the pictures, yeah. and then but, he puts the pictures around the body. But they didn't show him finding out that he's a bad guy ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, he found when the, they're the when they're in the stuff. house, he's going through their stuff, yeah. and he finds the pictures, and at first uh, he hides them from her. Uh, but when he comes home, he uh, he just decides to kill him, and puts brings out the pictures and tells her, you know, like, do you trust me? Like this guy's a bad guy. And she's like, she seems to roll with it, uh, just slightly questioning herself, like later on. Yeah. But it's such a small way. I like. Loved how small it is her question of whether or not she be should be hanging out with this guy that just killed someone. In, like, um, like in how the do TV they do show, that in the show? In the TV show, it's like two episodes of her like, this guy's fucking crazy. You know, like, yeah, he kind of deserved it, but he just killed him so easily. You know? But See, I don't want that for two episodes. But it, 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 you know, it's two episodes also of his end of it too, where he's like, "I fucked this up," you know. Like, it, it's kind of the show tends to be kind of rom commy, you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I like it because it's so dark. You know, it's kind of like a Sid and Nancy type of thing or a true romance, you know? Okay. So it ends up working out okay. Um, but it, yeah, it, it is a little weird where it's like she doesn't know if she could hang with this dude after he killed the dude, but the, he just killed the dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think to me, how quick she gets over it just kind of tends to reinforce how fucked up she really is. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of what I like about this. And it's, it's kind of funny to me, but yeah, the thing that this book makes me think of is Brian Lee O'Malley. Yeah. Because it's like, the same type of story but the polar opposite where like he tends to be like hopeful looking forward this is like everything is fucked and i'm going forward through fucked up so it's it's kind of like yeah like it really makes me think of lost at sea in particular okay which is his book about these high schoolers going on a road trip for a school project and you know one of the girls is only there because the guy forgot to take her number out of his phone uh, when he had it from a study group and they're kind of just doing their thing and it gets random and surreal and all of this stuff and it feels like the exact same thing as the end of the fucking world but just on the polar opposite end. And that's a lot of what I like about the book. That sounds interesting. And that's what mm-hmm. I like about the TV show as well, where to me it feels like Scott Pilgrim meets Natural Born Killers. Jeez. That was a good movie. Which one? Natural Born Killers. Oh. I mean, obviously, I think Scott Pilgrim... Like, I think anyone that knows me knows I love Scott Pilgrim already. Yeah. There's no need for me to bring it up. <laughs> like, I saw it ten times before it came to video, and then three times after that, like, everyone knows that I love Scott Pilgrim. So, in the TV show, you know, they, they meet the dad and everything. They, they progress after, they come together after the killing and everything, and they meet the dad and the dad is kind of cool. And then they just hang out with him for like two episodes. And then I they did like, like, I did like their interaction in the comic. Like he's kind of distrustful of him. Yeah. Just because it's his daughter hanging out with this weirdo. Right. But then, then he, he starts to like him and they go, yeah, like, he does knives together. He does a dad thing. Right. You know, and and that that actually plays really well in the TV show. Like the, what happens in the comics with that, and what happens in the TV show with that, kind of, that same. I don't know, aura, like plays through. It crosses over. And I uh, thought, it's kind of weird in the comic. Like, that ends abruptly, like. I'm sure the TV show must have rounded it out, but in the comic, it kind of just abruptly ends 
and we don't even see how he know. Like the father just the father knows that he's a killer. Like yeah. I guess he saw his face on the news or something. We don't actually see it. Yeah, and we don't know how he knows that the father called the cops, but right. the ne- the scene we get is him like punching the dad. And then the girl comes in, and again, just to emphasize how fucked up she is, she's like, just ask him, like, dude, what's up? Like, why are you punching my dad? And he's like, he called the cops. Like, he ratted on us. And then she, like, spits on her dad and, like, punches him out. And it's like, it's very cool. It's very abrupt. Like, I like how we don't see all the information. Oh, you like We're just kind of along for this ride. Hmm? You like that you don't see that? Yeah, like I do kind of like how we don't see all of it. It feels like it makes it feel a little disjointed, but at the same time, like it's easy to fill in the gaps for myself. Okay. Basically, like f- fill- filling out that picture is super easy. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything by them not telling me the details. The show gives you the details. And it also, like... Because at first, you know, the dad is, like, a cool figure that they they can go and... and They can... It's like an oasis for them where they can go and just chill for a little bit, you know? And the the show does that, and then it turns around when he starts drinking. Okay, we don't really get that. Yeah, and then then we don't really get that in the comic. When he's drunk, he sees the news and then decides to call the cops. And then the next morning, the shit happens. Like, there's a whole characterization with the cops, too, that you don't see in the comics. The cops that are trailing them. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's a whole subplot. I'll be honest. I love how little we get with the, the cops trailing them. Yeah, because it's basically it's the guy he killed his wife uh-huh. is uh, she's a cop, but she's chasing them because, you know, well, what we're led to believe is that she's chasing them because she's a cop yeah. and that's her man they killed. And I know for me personally, I kind of assume that the, uh, you know, she was pursuing them despite the fact that he was a bad guy. And, you know, it comes around, we don't see until the end that, no, it's, she was perfectly fine with him being a bad guy. Right. She was, she ends up donning a pentagram and killing them to finish, like, her husband's work or something, right? Um, no, she just takes her shirt off and she's got a pentagram on, like, she's got a tattoo, pentagram tattoo. Yeah. So in the TV series, that doesn't happen. You get a subplot with the cops. None of them are related to the killer or the bad guy that they killed. And then when they do kill the dude, you don't see it. It's like a black screen. And then you see the end credits. Okay. So it's like... That sounds interesting. Like... I didn't want to mess with the TV show at first, but now I'm really kind of interested in seeing 
all the differences and the parallels. Yeah, it was like I had a whole mixed feelings because at the beginning, when once I saw like the, after the first episode, I saw it was a graphic novel, and I'm like, ah. And then I saw it was a fan of graphics graphic novel, so I'm like, ah, oh, I really want to read it. So I didn't read it. I read the comic while watching the last episode. <laughs> and so I think that too is like kind of because for me, uh, you texted both. Well, you texted read this for the show, yeah, and watch the Netflix show if you want. And so I was at work, and so I started reading the comic because I was on a break, so I kind of just read through the whole thing. It was so easy to read, right? Yeah, and so the comic for me is my like that's my baseline, right? Like, and I know sometimes when you start off with the, like, you know, with a different medium, it kind of, your baseline changes. Oh, totally. Like, I love not reading the shit that is based on ahead of time, because then means I can kind of enjoy it. But this one made me want to, like, look at both. Usually, like, Harry Potter, like, I'll watch Harry Potter and on. Uh, I'll say I enjoy it, I guess. The ones that I haven't slept through, I've enjoyed, which is like probably just eight. Or, <laughs> But this one made me want to go back and read it while I was watching it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, usually I like to watch things that are based on things that I don't know about just because I don't know about them so I can enjoy them, you know? But right. This one, yeah, this one really, like... And the one thing that did strike out at me is the 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 flashback scenes of when the the dude I, I forget his name some British name like Cecil or Cecil or something um whatever the main character's name is it's Josh flash- or John it's either Josh or John yeah I think it's Josh when Josh is little in the comics and when Josh is little in the series. Looks identical, and as someone Joe that you've read the comic, like it's hard to make that drawing look identical on screen, right? Right. But that feeling is there. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the the feeling, like that the expression on the kid's face when he's just essentially a stick figure in the comics, because that's the style it is. And then that live action scene of the child looks identical. And that was where I was like, you know what? I got to see all of this in every form that it exists. I'm actually okay. working on tra- I'm actually working on traveling into an alternate universe <laughs> where I can see the happy ending. Okay. Now, I do have to have one question. Okay. Uh, is there any nudity in the TV show? I feel like there is, but there probably isn't. Okay. So it, you know what that means, right? Hmm. Like where you're watching something and it feels awkward, like if they were nude, but they're not nude, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the tone of the series makes you feel like there is nudity even though there might not be. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like, I remember the comics pretty much only had like one nude scene 
Yeah. And it's funny because the way it's drawn is like drawn in like kind of the most unsexy way you can draw it. Right. So like not that it looks ugly, but it's just it's just not titillating. Right. Like it's yeah. you know looking at it that it's not meant to titillate or right. excite. It's just her taking a shower. I know if they would have done that in live action, there's some weirdo that would have been titillated, so they didn't do it. Well, yeah, live action, it's hard to do non-titillating live action. Yeah. Because I think part of it is, too, the art style. Right. Where it's like, yeah, it's just not attractive. It's not ugly, it's just not drawn to... It's not spank material. Right. And I remember, like, there are, like, a few sex scenes in the comic, but most of those are, they still, like, keep their underwear on or whatever. Yeah. And they they play into that in the series, too. Like, in the live-action series. Mm -hmm. They they deal with that. Like, you know, because it's two damaged people, you know? And that's really what it's about. I don't know. In the comic, that's really what it's about. I know. Right. And the the series, that's really what it's about. And they kind of leave the ending at a cliffhanger, but I don't think it's coming back in the second season. Like, that's just where it ends. Yeah. One more question. In the live action one, does she ask him to eat her pussy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was it was really uncomfortable for me. Yeah, it's like in the book, it's yeah, it's not uncomfortable. It's awkward, which makes it really funny, right? Because like, it's, it's kind of like in too. Dexter, like yeah. because he's a sociopath, it just makes him fumbling through, yeah, shit but just really funny. In Dexter, they're like law, age of consent people. In this, uh, they're not. Are they not eighteen yet? No, they're not. Like. The the series ends at his 18th birthday, and that's why he goes. Like he ends up basically he not he knocks a cop out. He shoots at another cop. He knocks the girl out, and he just goes running because he says like it's my 18th birthday. Like they're gonna convict me, but leave her alone. So he's he re- he sacrifices himself to like so that she can not go to jail for everything. Yeah. Which is, again, this is another good scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> Only in the comic, the chick rips off her shirt and has a pentagram and kills him. In the TV show, he just runs into the ocean. Then the screen goes black and you just hear fire shots. And that's it. Like, the ending is ambiguous of the TV show. Hmm. Okay, I'll check it out. It, I, I think it's a really well-crafted show. Okay. But the scene where she at, she's still like, they still do the awkward scenes, like when the dude's grabbing his penis, I think the changes made it more awkward. Well, definitely, yeah, because in the comic, it doesn't, because... You know, you have limited amount of frames to convey your yeah what's happening. It doesn't even get that far. 
like this dude actually tried to make comfort before grabbing his penis. Right. And that's just weird. What do you mean try <laughs> to make comfort? Yeah. Like he tried to like he showed pictures of his own kids and, and his family and and all talked about his family, talked about why he picked them up, why he's on his road by himself. You know? It sounds crazy. Yeah, it, the the TV show is crazy. The comic is pretty crazy too. Like, I saw that pentagram and I was like, "God damn!" Like, they didn't do that in in the TV show. But you know, that's because the mass media wants to make police more righteous. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Definitely, if you're listening, I can definitely recommend the comic. I'm, I'm going to check out the show next, or yeah, this week or whatever, so I'll be able to talk about that. Do you have a Netflix uh, login? Nah. But Lauren said it'll let me come over and we'll watch sure. it. Cool. Word. Oh, should we do some news? Let me get through this uh the adventures of Nick what's a massage. <laughs> you didn't forget, did you? You forgot his name? No, nah, it's Nick Wilson. Okay. Yeah, you know, if you heard our show and you've been listening for the last couple of weeks, uh we talked about live from Jeffries, we talked about how image doesn't do anything. That was basically the gist of it, right? Image, image doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's what he was kind of like pointing at. Like, Marvel fucked everything up, and that's why their sales are shit, and that's why DC's winning. And the only reason DC's winning is because Marvel's sales are shit. Um, if you want to catch up, listen. Go to fantasticforum.podbean.com. The episodes are up there. Um, but one of my things was like, you know, Image does a lot of good shit. It's just, and then, you know, Jeffrey's response was like, yeah, they do good shit, but it doesn't come out consistently. And they come out consistently. They just take a break in between arcs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of the new books is Nick Wilson, The Further Adventures of Nick Wilson. And that's a really good book. It came out that week that we were live at Jeffrey's, and I wanted to pick buy it, but he didn't have it. Right. So Comic Bug didn't have it. Larry, you told me Comic Bug didn't have it, right? Right. Jeffrey's didn't have it. Pulp Fiction didn't have it. I bought it on fucking Amazon. And this Jeff Bezos motherfucker. <laughs> this dude told me, I bought it on Amazon, and he said, do you want it on Comixology uh, image app? Or do you want it on Kindle? Uh, like he had it in two formats for me. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'll buy it on the Image app because I'm already logged in on there. And I have other books on there. So I add it to my collection there. But yeah, this Further Adventures of Nick Wilson, Larry. It's... We've read stories of Superman going bad. Like... What is it? Not irresistible. What's the other word? Superior? 
Irredeemable. Irredeemable, that one. Oh. So this is a story like that, but where it's like that Superman character just becomes like a junkie. Like he gets let celebrity get the best of him. So it opens up with Nick Wilson. Remember the old Rambo cartoon where they would have the sequence where he would get ready to fight? Yeah. So it's that sequence with a voiceover by Nick Wilson talking about how great he was. And then he gets vomited by a kid at a birthday party. Because this Nick Wilson dude that was the Superman of that world ends up uh, losing his powers mid-flight. Damn. So now he, he earns his living by being a Nick Wilson impersonator. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, yeah, that's that's what happens. And then he bangs... Well, the the mom tries to bang him, but he doesn't do it because she she wants to bang him because he looks like Nick Wilson and he's dressed like him, and he like looks a lot like him, but he really is him. But she doesn't know he's really him, so he doesn't feel it's right that he should do it. And then he goes and smokes some weed <laughs> and hates his life, and uh, that's the end of issue one. Is is that the only issue out? Yeah, that was out last week or two weeks ago. Nice. Sounds goes, pretty good. He gets in a car accident. Excuse me a second. He gets in a car accident. The doctor tells him he's okay. Um, paparazzi tries to get some, but and then he just goes home and smokes some weed. He gets a phone call from his high school girlfriend. That he dumped, so he goes and has lunch with her, and then he just reminisces about the time when he had power. It sounds interesting. Definitely sounds like a be up my alley. It's a really good read. The scene when he's smoking for a bong is amazing. Like I hope I can find it. I don't want to get it digital, dude. That's the best place to get it. I don't really, I mean, you know me, I don't really do the digital book thing so much. Yeah, but it's awesome. But it's so easy to get. Yeah, I get it. It's like, they never run out. Yeah. Um, excuse me, I'm having a coughing attack myself. Oh, no. Watch out. It turns out I, I took a couple bong hits. In between of telling the story, you know, for the spirit of things, right? Just to, um, but it turns out that the villain also is still out there. He thought the villain was dead, so that you know his job was over. So it it's going to come out. They're going to try to recruit him for something. So the villain's probably going to try and kill him again. I don't know. It says the next issue is called Battle Royale. So we'll see how issue two goes. Okay. Do you know when that's supposed to come out? Uh, I can find out real quick. 
in the meantime, um, it's written by uh, people of pedigree, which was what Jeffrey commented on. They, you know, you get these good writers to do things, and you don't give them any deadlines or anything. Right. Uh, let me see. Nick Wilson, issue two. Wrong page. So, uh, number two comes out February 21st. Oh, okay. But the series is written by Mark Andreco, which uh, DC fans know him as the creator of Manhunter. Mark Andreco? Well, no, the character Manhunter. Like, uh, it was a character named Kate Spencer. She was the latest one to assume the identity of Manhunter before they made him before they made Manhunters the the alien race that kills Green Lanterns or whatever bullshit. Oh, got you. I know. I know what you're talking about. But he also co-wrote the torso with Brian Michael Bendis. Got you. And he wrote um, actually a really good comic that I loved. Called um, "What Is It That Disturbs You, Stephen," which was a Doctor Strange one shot, and that actually won uh, the Harvey the Harvey Award. As I've come to find out, um, and it, it he that Mark Andreco co-wrote it. Um, Eddie Gorodetsky co-wrote it as well, which he's an Emmy-winning television writer. He's written for Two and a Half Men, Dharma and Greg, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Mike and Molly, Saturday Night Live, and wow. David Letterman. Go for everything. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's I mean... Those are all I, good shows. He's a real deal. So they got a, some good writers. We'll see if this book actually finishes an arc. I don't want to, like, prove Jeffrey wrong or anything, but... <laughs> He's been wrong before. It happens. Yeah, I mean, when he mentioned that, like, I asked for that book, and he didn't have it. Like, a lot of people, it's not... It's not on their radar, you know? I asked people... There's another book, too, that I didn't even... You know, Larry, earlier today, I asked you to get me something from the comic shop. It was a DC book, because the image book I wanted probably wasn't going to be ordered, which is a book called Twisted Romance, mm. written by Alex DeCampi. Mm-hmm. And Alex DeCampi is a good writer. She does those Punisher fan fictions on Instagram. Oh, nice. Yeah, she did um, one of the Lord of the Flies type books on Image, too. Was it called Savage or something? I don't remember. But she's a good writer. She, I think this is she's like just finished her third novel. And uh, she wrote this book. It's three ninety nine, an anthology twisted romance story, dark romance or dark comedy, dark rom com. Yeah, three ninety nine gets you three stories for issue one. Mm. But I wasn't even gonna ask for that because I know they're not gonna have it. I know I'm definitely gonna have to get that through Amazon. Yeah. But, but yeah, Nick Wilson 
it, you know, it's a, a take on a superhero that's different than what we've been seeing by a group of good writers. Like, this should be a bestseller from Image. At least in my opinion. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's one of those things where like, we it might be the next Cinemax series. You never know these days. That's true. Even though, look, I'm putting my money on Lazarus. Well, I guess Lazarus. Well, that's is... already been in like play for the last like four years. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed like, to be Universal what, I mean, had the rights. I think it's supposed to be Amazon, I think. Uh, well, Universal had the rights originally. So that would be make it like Channel 4 or like USA. Yeah, we can get the news now, I guess. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. Comic book news. We should have a like uh like her <laughs> Well not not like that, but like So comic artist Jen Wang is going on tour uh promoting her book The Prince and the Dressmaker. Uh, she's going to be in the Los Angeles area on February 13th at Skylight Books. Okay. Are you going? Uh, I'm planning to, yes. What is it uh, that they do that you like? Um... Uh, she did Coco Be Good. Okay. Wait, no, that's not the title. I forget did the she title. Did Blue Monday? No, that's a different uh, lady. Okay. But, yeah, I can't think of the name of the book that I really liked from her. Uh, Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are set to write and produce the new series of Star Wars films. I thought they were doing a TV show. I thought R.R. Martin wrote Game of Thrones. Yeah, but they credited the TV people because nobody gave, shit, gave a shit about them when they were just books. I think that story is that did. they're doing a Yeah, a but TV you show. count as no one. I'm sorry to say it, Jade, but you count as no one. Just like I count as no one as the one that likes, you know, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I read that this these new series of Star Wars movies will not be connected blah, to the blah, trilogy blah. or the Ryan blah, Johnson blah. ones. Yeah, yeah, look. Yeah, it, it's, it's great. It's Disney Star Wars. I don't like these motherfuckers. I mean, I like what they did with Game of Thrones just because I enjoyed the series. You didn't like Rogue One? They didn't do Rogue One. Who didn't do Rogue One? Uh, D.B. Weiss and... Oh, talk about... David. You said Disney Star Wars. That's yeah. Rogue One, right? Yeah, that's the one that's good. But every other thing they've done, I, I've been, like, okay with. But, I mean... like well, They did, it, like, three movies. Yeah. With one of the three... The first one was, like, whatever. Um, what is it? The Force Awakens... Okay, so one's Bill the, the Road. The second one was really good. Right. 
And the other one was like, okay, that's what Disney Star Wars looks like. But so A, a C, and a F. That's a D average. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it is. Right? Isn't? Wouldn't Man. that be a C average? Or it depends Look, on how low. A C average. I mean, the middle of the in, road in, is in Trump's America. A C average will get you presidency. You're hilarious. Listen. But um, the thing is, is like these guys. I'm also angry at these motherfuckers because they put the dudes from Mastodon on Game of Thrones as cameos, and they like Mastodon, and that's why Mastodon won the Heavy Metal Grammy over oh. Code Orange or Body Count. You know, I didn't even know that they had a heavy metal Grammy. Until yeah, this. nobody knows. I do. I actually went to see Code Orange. I bought tickets to see Code Orange uh, a month ahead of time because I knew they had a Grammy nomination. So I was yeah. hoping that show was here at the Observatory in Santa Ana. Uh-huh. It would have been their Grammy celebration had they won it. They nice. give away like, so I bought it ahead of time. They give out like 70 Grammys before they actually get to the TV show. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I know that. It it was just one of those things where for some reason it I, I didn't I, I knew that Mastodon won this year, but I was just like I it would I only knew or I didn't know until this year that there was a heavy metal Grammy. I was just like, Oh that's awesome. I thought like Yeah, no, I mean they won they actually won two. They won the best heavy metal performance for the album Emperor of Sand. Which they claim is not a heavy metal album, so I don't know why they would submit it in heavy metal performance for Grammys. And then it won for the rock uh, performance for uh, was it See Yourself or or Sultan's Curse or whatever. So they actually won two categories without claiming to be either of them. That's interesting. Yeah. Is that why you're mad at them? Yeah, like if they would have been like, yeah, we're a metal band and this is what metal sounds like right now. And then they won the metal performance, I'd be, you know, that's fine. I actually like the album, but they're self-loathing metalheads. And uh, Code Orange Orange don't give a fuck. Like somebody was mad that Code Orange was nominated. So they tweeted them like, you know, if you would have won this, that means that Norma Jean should have won it five years ago. Because for similar things, they categorize them as metal. And then the dude from Code Orange said, eat shit, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I give Code Orange props. And, you know, thank you, Code Orange, for giving me vinyl when I went to see you, too. They gave That's... me free, free vinyl singles for their song, uh, Bleeding in the Blur. Which, had they nominated that song... For best metal performance, they would have won. But you know, they nominated forever, and that's fine. <laughs> you know the uh, the creators of the Game of Thrones series. Before this announcement, they were originally going to produce a series called Confederate for Cinemax, yeah. which is yeah. a series that takes place in an alternate universe where the South won the Civil War. And but now that know, they're going to do Star Wars movies, that will never see the light of day. They're fucking the mouse. They're not going to do it. No, black, black Twitter shut that down. Didn't Spike Lee already do that? No. I don't know how Amazon could do yeah, Man did. in the High Castle without movie. doing that. A movie called what? 
fuck. I don't watch Spike Lee. I don't know what his movies are called. Except I mean, if you look at the Sam. news now, it's Joe, like a Confederate you, one. You were the one saying that Spike Lee did a movie about the Confederacy winning the Civil War. And then when I asked you what the movie's called, I'm t- you asked the question. I told you, though, that when I, you're like, yes, it did happen. I'm like, well, what's the movie called then? When it's just like it's, it's called the Trump administration. It's like, what are you like? What are you talking like, Joe? Spike Lee has only done so many movies. You don't think if there was a movie that Spike Lee had done about what? Why would Spike Lee even make a movie about the Confederacy winning the Civil War? Why would he do that? Think about what the movie Spike Lee makes. Why would he make that movie? Joe, I don't know why just think about it. he does what he does. Just think about it. Like, it doesn't even make sense, Joe. But you fighting me on it. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but okay, go ahead. Ho- hopefully you'll come up with your alternate reality Spike Lee movie where he's big up in the Confederacy because that's how Spike Lee feels. It could happen. No, it couldn't. I mean, he could use it to make fun of white people. N- no. Spike Lee will make fun of white people in a different way and be happy about it without the Confederacy winning. It'll make him talk funny. I don't recall a movie by Spike Lee about that, but I do recall a movie where white people were the minority. Yeah, that was called White Man's Burden. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was an interesting flick. I remember that. Uh, Marvel's Wolverine podcast debuts March 12th. What what the hell does that even mean? When we first heard about Wolverine, the Marvel's Wolverine starring 10 episode podcast series at the tail end of 2017. And it sounded sweet. 10 episodes following agents tracking the legendary mutant as he hunts down a serial killer in a fictional Alaskan town. Now we have a release date. Oh, it's like Wolverine, a drama. Wolverine Long Night's first episode airs on March 12th exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Who's paying for that? I don't know. How much is that? Like, is is Wolverine a Wolverine like podcast drama what is going to get people to pay for Stitcher Premium? I didn't know Stitcher had a premium. $4.99 right. a month? How much? Four ninety nine a month for uh, for just audio. Yeah, for yeah. Or or the deal is thirty five a year for a year. Forty. Oh, thirty five a year sounds good. If there's other things, who would even decide to pay five bucks a month if you can pay thirty five for a year? No, but that's just for you know some, some people, people don't, don't have, have thirty five the in the account. Time. Yeah. Listen, if you can pay five dollars a month, you could save up for thirty-five dollars for the year. Like, no, nah, it, it's actually easier to pay five bucks a month. Like, you don't have to worry about it. It's just five bucks. You just gotta make sure there's five bucks in the account. Making sure there's thirty-five bucks in the account is a little tougher. No, dude. Like, this is not. Like, if you're at the point where you're making podcast like Stitcher subscriptions, like that's a premium. Like, you can't. You can't convince me that I mean don't get me wrong. I'm saying I'm not saying that everyone can what I'm saying is this. This isn't about, you know, how much money you have in your account. This is more about the fact that if you're at the point 
where you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to get Stitcher Premium. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stitcher now. It's like you're doing a premium like audio service for Stitcher. You can save up 35 bucks or have the 35 bucks to spend as opposed to the $5 a year. It's like, because Stitcher's not the first place, it's not the first subscription you have. If you have Stitcher Premium, you probably have like something else. Like you probably have like, you know, some kind of music streaming service that you're probably paying for. You probably have, maybe you have cable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're paying bills. Like, you probably have Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Or one of those things. Yeah. Maybe you have cable or Netflix. So it's like, if you have enough money to do all this stuff and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to stitch your premium too, you can't be like, oh, man. It's I probably going to get pirated. I can't pull my $35 together. It's like, nah, dude. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you know, like, you're lying to yourself. Like, you're, I don't know. You're making some bad choices. That's what I know. You know what's awesome? We're, we're, I put. I, I put Stitcher trial on Google to see if there's a trial. First thing that came up was Fantastic Forum on Podbean. Oh, that's, that's awesome! Cool. Yeah. <laughs> How much are we? Tar- are we four ninety nine a month? Uh, no, I think if we chose, like, if we wanted to do back issues at at a price, I think they'd be like fifty cents each or something. Nine ninety nine a month, or you can get a year for twenty bucks. That sounds good to me. Real quick, I was confusing Spike Lee with Kevin Wilmot because they work together so much. Who is Kevin Wilmot? He works with Spike Lee. He co-wrote Chirac. She co-wrote what? Chirac, the satirical musical drama film. Are you talking about Chirac? Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Not whatever, Joe. Chirac. Is about Chicago. Look, the spelt Chirac. It, it, oh, Jesus, Joe. <laughs> listen, listen. I need you to stop commenting on anything that has mostly black people in it. I just, I just need you to stop. Like, I'm gonna put you into some kind of like rehab, and we're gonna help you. But in no any more, case, Spike, no more. Spike Lee and Kevin Wilmot co-wrote Chirac. Sure, Chirac, Joe. Chirac. Chirac. It's like Korea. Iraq. Because Chicago's a war zone. It's like Iraq. Chirac. Right, right, right. They co-wrote Chirac. And Kevin Wilmot's the one that did the Confederate States of America. Okay, but you understand how that's not Spike Lee. Yeah, I told you I got them mixed up because they work together. I don't look. I don't, okay. I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how you know who this guy is. Because he did the Confederate States of America. That was crazy. But how did you associate that with Spike Lee? Because they worked on... Not because... You can't even say the title of the thing. You don't even know what the thing is at all. Chirac? Is that it? Dude, you know how they call Chicago Chi-Town, right? Right. Chirac. Okay, thank you. Jeez, dude. You're killing me. Like, there's a you know, there's a show out right now called The Shy, right? Yeah, it looks like one of those shows I don't watch, but show the black people way. got it. <laughs> Let's no, we need uh, you to stop what I tell you just now. Stop commenting on things I watched, with mostly black people. I watch Spawn. That's not mostly black people. It's two, like three black people. That's not mostly. Joe, you understand what most means. I mean, most. 
That means more black people than anything else. In fact, I need you to not go see Black Panther. You should just stop it. Batwing is black. What is? Batwing. Yeah, Batwing is one guy in a whole bat family of white people. I know, right? Yeah. Except what's her name is white. But anyway, who, who? Chirac. Who's what's her name? Which one of the bat family is it white? Batgirl. Barbara Gordon? No, the real Batgirl. Who is the real Batgirl? Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane is white too. No, she isn't. What makes her not white? That Wait she's Asian? Yeah. She's Asian. You're thinking of uh you're thinking of Batwoman. Which is who? What's her real name? Her name is Kate Kane. Right, Kate Kane. Yeah, but she spelled K A N E and Cassandra is C A I N. Oh, so you're talking about the the chick that the that was mute. Right. She is she Asian? Yes. They don't draw her Asian. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Black hair. They kinda do, but well, she's got a well, cowl on, so she she she's not drawn Asian. She's drawn half Asian. <laughs> Is she half Asian? I think so. Okay. Well, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I've never heard of the thing you're talking about with the Confederate States of America. It's pretty wild. Like, I don't know if you would like it, but Kevin Wilmot is definitely worth checking out. I I will like say some this. of his other movies. Is 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 Kevin a black guy? Yes. Cuz it's one of those things. I think that was the main thing that people were kind of like they felt like that take from, you know, two white guys might be a different thing. People were kind of like, yeah, that kind of sounds like some old white supremacy fan fiction stuff. No, it depends on the white guys. I mean, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you know, and I think people were kind of like, hey, with, with, like, with uh, things being as they are lately, they were like, you know what? We don't need any more white supremacy type stuff going on right now. We got enough of that in real life. We don't need it in the fiction. Yeah, we could use a little bit. What? what? Why? <laughs> I mean, just to keep things even. E- even for what? Like, what are you talking? What are you talking about? I'm just saying. I I don't I don't understand. <laughs> like it's like what? Like I'm just saying. What's the offsetting of white supremacy exactly that we don't have? Like what? What's off balance? Like, are people too, like, people of color have it too good right now that we need a little bit of, like, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. What else is happening in the news? Stan Lee was rushed to the hospital earlier this week. Yeah. Was that this week or was that last week? That was this week. Uh, I, did, did he end up getting released? He wasn't yeah. at Next the day. He was fine. 
Yeah. The update on this site says uh, he's doing well and feeling good, but he's staying there for a few days for some checkups. So I don't know how far, how long ago that was. That was last Friday. I didn't. I didn't hear any. And I didn't see any stories that were like Stan Lee's out the hospital. Yeah, I didn't see. Yeah, there there was. I did get out of the hospital. Okay. It's rough. So it's all good. Oh, you say so, Terry. Just you know. What's this talk about? Just the the Fox deal. The Disney Fox deal may not be uh, a sure thing. Uh, you know, deals fall through. It, it seems time. that uh, it seems that Comcast might uh, wants to outbid Disney on it, which I'm all for. What? Why? Because Comcast makes better shows. What? What show? Doesn't Comcast? Is, doesn't Comcast have a monopoly already? I mean, the no different than how. Disney would have it if they buy Fox. No, this is not a. None of these things are actually monopolies. Like, I mean, well, look, why are, we, why are we acting like, like look, it's like it's not even like if Disney got Fox, they would own all the Marvel stuff outright. They like Sony still has ownership, and they're in a partnership with them. The thing is, if Marvel got big and owned everything, we would still call them a monopoly, and it would be okay. But it's not Marvel; it's Disney, and that's where the issue comes. But here's a, it's not a monopoly. It's like Marvel's just one piece of superhero fiction. It's the best piece, uh, as far as multimedia is concerned. But you know, that doesn't mean it's the only thing. It's like one day DC movies might be good. Image has a whole stable of stuff. Their cartoons are better. Nothing's coming out from Image. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm just saying, like, there's much more comic book fare out there than just Marvel. So we can't mess around and be like, oh, it's a monopoly. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, you're defending Disney. It's okay. It's not defending Disney. It's defending definitions of words. I'm just saying, it's like, like, it's like cats mess around and use words however they want these days. Friggin the president called Democrats treasonous for not clapping for him. Treasonous? Uh, here, here's the article. Accord, apparently, Rupert Murdoch had considered Disney to be the safer option because of a partnership with Comcast would have harder time passing government regulation. That deal would be viewed as a very uh, being very similar to AT&T's Attempted acquisition of Time Warner, which has faced which has faced strong government opposition. But should AT and T be allowed to buy Time Warner, Fox could well consider Comcast's offer if they do indeed outbid Disney. Man, Disney's gonna mess around and throw more money at them. I'm sure Disney has lobbies for like cigarettes and shit already. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What does it have to do with what we're talking about, bro? No, like they have lobbyists in Senate and shit already for other things, so they'll probably use them to get 
the fox stuff. So, like, put the kibosh on, like, the AT&T deal so it makes it look like the Comcast deal is less likely? Yeah. Jeez, that's some political calculus for you right there, man. Some old House of Cars type stuff. Yeah, well. But... I never saw that show. It was good. I believe it. It says, goes on to say here in this article, there are clearly a lot of variables at play. But if this report is accurate, we should probably hold off on those United MCU parties for a little while. I just I just want a good X-Men movie. You're not going to get it through Disney. I don't think that's true. I, mean, I think for Mayor Studios, Young's sake, I hope Disney gets it. I think Marvel Studios will make a good X-Men movie. I don't think they're going to Guardians. It's like that. they made a great Spider-Man movie. I mean, first of all, that's still a collaboration technically, right? But that Spider-Man movie is not a bad movie. It's I'm like pretty sure. Like especially yeah, sure in comparison to credit. Amazing, the Amazing Spider-Man movies are terrible. Yeah, yeah but they're looking to be better than that. It's a, it's they're looking better and better every no, time I not, read about them. But that's the thing. It's not. It was not. That's not the bar that we're trying to clear here. Like, I, like, I literally, I didn't. I specifically didn't watch that new Avengers trailer because of the Iron Spider suit. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like Homecoming is is up there with the original two Spider-Man movies. It definitely surpasses of all both amazing movies. And nah, they they dumbed down know. Peter Parker. Huh? They dumbed down Peter Parker like he's not a genius. Well, listen, that you can't say they dumbed him down. They did. They, how? They took away everything that makes him a genius. Didn't doesn't he still? He still uh, does the web fluid, right? Yeah, he does. Okay, and he's he still does the web shooters, right? Yeah, he still does the web shooters. Yeah. He... So, what exactly? How did they dub him down? He's got uh, training wheels. Look, I, I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm not saying the suit is like fully he had featured. help. He had help from the suit. He gave him a better suit, but that doesn't yeah. make him stupid. That's it, stupid. It just makes him have a technologically base uh, a technological base yeah, suit. That that's dumbed down. He, he he did had his friend hack the suit. He didn't do it himself though. Yeah, but we're not like it's yeah, not, like my Spider Man doesn't have uh, a computerized suit. Like, uh, listen, if you don't like the suit, I get it. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm not that saying they down. can't like that, but that doesn't mean they made Peter Parker stupid. It's like he does he did he never or I won't say never, but when he was that age, he didn't make himself a technologically advanced suit. He didn't need it. Okay. Okay. Look, I'm not gonna argue regardless. With you on that. I'm just saying he doesn't that, he doesn't come across him. as an unintelligent guy in the movie. No, they dumbed him down for people. 
for the audience. Like, people wouldn't want a smart guy that just fights with his wits. He had to have had a crutch, a technologically advanced suit, per se. I mean, I think they just wanted to find a way for to get Iron Man involved. No. They wanted a dumb audience. And if you want to watch it, that's you. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I do want to watch it. It happened. And that's and I, you. And I enjoyed it. I'm not, look, I'm not saying it's the best Spider-Man movie in the whole world, because who knows? Two might be that. Uh, as long but, as Disney has it, it's not going to happen. But that's a, like Disney doesn't even really have it, right? It's like it's a collaboration. Well, they have it for the next three movies. Okay. Okay. We'll see how they turn out. What's up, Jay? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't... No, nothing. <laughs> okay. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, there's one more thing. Um, Usagi Ojimbo is finally getting his own series, animated series, after 34 years. time <laughs> why they couldn't do this while the creators they, they tried to do it and needing they tried to care, do, uh, wait why couldn't they, they tried do to do uh when when stan sakai's wife was dying because she couldn't have uh medical care and needed you know insurance and all this nobody was throwing money at stan sakai but now they decided to do it. Well, but wait a minute now. I don't think that's true. Because I know that people have been trying to get him to you do know, it. You know, they, they, they actually tried to do a, an Usagi series back then. But it, it didn't. Back when? You know, they, it never. What they, they were doing. They, there was a pilot. There was a pilot for a uh, Space Usagi series. But it was never What year up. was that? I was in the 80s. That was around the time. Was that when Stensakai was that when Sansakai's wife needed medical care? That was I think that was way before that. Exactly, that's my fucking point. But anyways, I'm happy to see Osagi finally getting an animated series even though it's by a different production yeah. company. Now he not, can afford the cream. Not, not uh yeah, it's not it's by a different production company, it's not anything to do with Nickelodeon or anything like that. Uh According to the article, it says that they're going to be shopping that around to different networks. So we'll see who picks it up. So that means it could never happen. I if, none of the, if none of the networks pick it up, I could see maybe Netflix or Amazon Prime getting it. Yeah. Why? I wonder why. why I mean, it's, it, the series is now, aimed though. at a... Yeah, it's a it's, it's going to be a kid's series. is aimed at a 6 to 11 years... Of age, oh, probably so uh, along the along the lines. Of, basically, uh, the, of... the 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 series is being described as an action comedy. Yeah, fuck this show. Wait, why? Regardless, I mean, uh, because regardless of that, I'm just happy to see Usaki getting a, a an animated series. What what makes it different from like a Young Justice or not Young Justice? I'm sorry, a Teen Titans Go. Like that's not for adults. You, but you watch that, yeah, because I don't care. 
I have enough good. Didn't the Usagi comics have any? uh, You know, the the Teen Titans doesn't matter. Like I can watch it because it doesn't matter. Usagi, he's not well represented in the animation form, and so taking him and having his first main series animated series be geared for fucking little babies is a fucking travesty of goddamn justice. I guess. Fuck. He was pretty well represented in that those TMNT episodes from last year. Yeah, and it's the fact that you think so that should let you know that he wasn't represented well. I mean, in fairness, did you watch those episodes? No. So then how do you know? Because Tiger they're, they're really good. <laughs> they're really good. You need to see I, them. I will say that, yeah, that Tiger Claw doesn't care about Usagi Ojimbo. I mean, Tiger, he hasn't read. I do. Fucking twenty-three volumes of the comic. He's not reading the individual. He didn't own the individual and collections of the comics. He hasn't gone to conventions to speak to San Sakai. Like he just likes him because he was associated with the turtles. I mean. That's how a lot of people like Yusagi And fuck them for it. Like, I don't want my main Yusagi Ojimbo series catered to people that only know him because of the few episodes of Turtles he was on. Probably don't even know he had his own comic. Like, probably true. I feel like oh, that's fuck. probably 75% of Yusagi Ojimbo fans. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, this is the worst day ever. This one? Okay. Well, no. Technically. <laughs> like it or not, like it or not, I'm just happy that they have an animated series for it now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it'll be good. Uh, Black Panther. Maybe I'm willing to bet them. nobody dies. <laughs> Fucking eleven-year-olds. Christ. Black Panther may be one of the most eagerly anticipated movies of this year, but not everyone wants to see the latest entry of the Marvel Cinematic Universe succeed. Specifically, a group of DC fans want to see Black Panther fail so much, they've put together a plan to sabotage the film. The group has has made an event... Uh, I think it already happened. A group has made an event on Facebook called Give Black Panther a Rotten Audience Score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it already started. Right, but I'm reading a news article. (laughs) I mean, mean, Black Panther was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and as of today, it's 99% because of one rotten review. That means that all these 2,000 people, only one of them reviewed it? No. All the people that, I mean, only one person gave it a bad review. I think those are critic reviews so far. Yeah, but these are, are yeah. audience reviews. Yeah. I think Ron Tomato said they were going to block them or something like that. Yeah, they publicized their joint too much. They should have kept the, they should have had a secret meetings. I gave uh, Black Panther a bad review because of the costume. 
Well, right now the audience score is 96%. Let's see if it stays that step that way. You don't like the Black Panther costume? Uh, I like the OG without like the necklace. Uh-huh. And then I don't, I don't like that they made it purple in this one. Uh, is it is Black Panther's the purple one? Yeah. Oh. I'm reading. I'm reading that Shuri like, uh, Black Panther. It looks kind of gay. I don't know if I could say that, but that's what <laughs> it looks like to me. Like, it looks like he's got glitter on it, like phosphorescent foundation or something. Hmm. I'm reading that Black Panther's sister Shuri is as smart or smarter than Tony Stark. I mean, she's really smart in the comics. I'm not exactly sure where she stacks up, but she's way up there. Nobody ever bothered to rank her. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? You know, she's in Africa, so they're like, they're done. That's how it goes. It's not right. It's just the way it is. So, but yeah. yeah. We'll see how it goes, man. Should be a should be a, a, a good time. Here's yeah. hoping. Next week, man. That's crazy. You know, there's a, a website with an article called Black Panther Explained. Everybody's been doing Black Pan Explained Black Panther articles, which is crazy because it's just like. It's so just, weird that they have to happen, right? Well, I mean, it's not so weird that they have, they have to happen. I mean, to you and me, it's weird, right? Like, you gotta find it a little weird, like, how people don't know about Black Panther. I mean, I think people don't know about a lot of characters. I don't know why Black Panther would be that different. Well, this website's called Negro Manosphere. Negro Manosphere? Yeah, dot com. What that means. I, I definitely hope I can avoid that. I don't want to be yeah. accidentally end up in the Negro Manosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds oh, like boy. a trap. I thought they were going to make fun of it or something. I clicked on it. But it's all like basically cut and paste from Comic Vine and Wiki. Yeah, look. I mean, it's just like anybody else, man. It's like cats didn't know who Iron Man was. Why would they know who Black Panther was? You know, if we did that for all games, they could pay for our archives. Maybe. Like, what, explain combo characters? Yeah. We could do it. That's too late. Look, no, it's not true. Like, listen, you, you think people aren't doing their explaining Captain Marvel articles? Uh, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm, that's all I'm saying is, I'm sure we could do, we could do that. There's plenty of other characters coming up that people aren't gonna know who the hell they are. Like no, no, like nobody knows who or no one knew who Ego was. They still don't. I know they don't. Right? That's exactly. They, that's why they love that piece of shit movie. Yeah. Oh well. 
I saw somebody did uh, a life, a, a one-to-one baby group toy. Yeah. I know. You know, there's a uh, there's another site devoted to Marvel fan theories, MCU fan theories. Uh huh. And one of them is that Baby Groot is a god. A god? Yeah. Which god? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't read it. I got angry and threw my phone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you find that funny. Yeah, it happens. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Oh, uh, well, well, wait. Before we go, have you all seen? Have you all seen the Deadpool two? The new Deadpool two trailer? I'm not watching it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'll probably watch it later tonight. I saw it. It's funny. I tried <laughs> watching it and then it paused. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't pause this. And I got mad and threw my phone again. Is the pause throw, part you of You throw the... your phone a lot. It paused Is that a part the C- of the... CGI wasn't done. Like, what, what? why did it pause? Like, was there something wrong with your internet? No, it paused. Like, it probably... really... It's like if you hit pause on your old VHS tape and it paused and they're trying to explain to me who Cable is. And I got mad. Yeah, he, he, probably, yeah, he probably stopped watching it after Deadpool was playing with action figures. So I didn't the, get, I didn't the get joke, that far. The joke is when you first oh. see Cable, his arm is green. So Deadpool pauses it because he's mad that the CGI isn't finished. And then he makes a joke about, oh, it's not like CGI in a mustache. It's just a middle arm. <laughs> then Deadpool yeah, kind of uh, does his own little trailer with, with action figures while they fix the arm. So... What? Why would that make you mad, Mo? Because I'm trying to watch scenes from the movie and then it pauses and then it cuts to something else. They do show scenes from the movie after. Yeah, I didn't get that far. So no, it's like, either show me a fucking trailer or not. This is Deadpool we're talking you, about. They're not going to, you know, they're... Clark, shut your fucking not. mouth because you don't know what Deadpool is. <laughs> you wouldn't know what Deadpool was if it was fucking your throat and the pre-cum was going into your nose because you're laying upside down. That sounds uncomfortable. Sounds oddly specific. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Sounds like he knows that from experience. Oh. With your mom. Oh, jeez. Wow. Final Gosh. thoughts. Alright, well, Tiger Claw, final thoughts. Final thoughts, uh, next week is Black Panther. Can't wait to see it. Thank you, Claude. Appreciate it, buddy. Oscorp, final thought. Drug dealer trying to take a selfie with, with Black Lightning made me laugh so hard. Jay, final thought. Well, I guess it's Gamont that optioned Usagi Ojumbo. So it might not suck. No, it's too late. No, it's not. Late. No, it's too. Late. You didn't say it was Beaumont. Beaumont. Well, it was Magnum. Final thoughts. Our new archives are on Podbean. Uh, Fantasticforum.podbean.com. That's the new home for our archives. 
we're up to date on there right now as we speak. So no longer on all games? I don't know. They won't upload and nobody told me anything about it. Uh, you need to talk to uh, Derek H about that. He's supposed yeah. to fix it and I don't know why it's taking so long. Well, look, that's an off the air conversation with Derek when he calls in. <laughs> For the entire well, first well, well, For the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out. It's like ending interruptus. <laughs>